0: Morning, good morning. We had to start the morning off with a little Keisha Cole this morning because I want to sit and send a big congratulations out to um to Keisha Cole. She has um oh shit. I just got a new update. Anyway, she has a new talk show, okay? And I like Keisha Cole when she was on TV. She was real, she had she had a, a real balance in her show. She had the nice side, the hood side, the, the, you know, it was a real balance. And so, and she actually exposed her real life. And, you know, Keisha Cole has uh, adopted family. Cole is not her original last name. So, um, you know, we got to experience her nephew and her mom and all that stuff back in the day. And now she has a to toss so, so congratulations to her. Let's give Miss Keisha Cole a big round of applause, Okay.
1: Woo, Keisha.
0: All right, we want to send some more congratulations out to Nicki Minaj and Meg The Stallion for winning an award at the Billboard award, Awards last night. I think Meg The Stallion won the um Powerhouse Award, if I'm not mistaken, and I think uh, Nicki Minaj won, won something like Woman of the Decade or something like that. I'm not sure. I have to go back and double check. All I seen was them accepting awards, giving their speeches, and just being proud. So I'm happy for them. Let's give another congratulations to them as well. Okay. All right. So at Game Change Award. Okay. So, good morning to everybody that's in the building. So, as you know, today is fun fact motherfucking Friday, and I'm gonna bring you these fun facts. So, the first fun fact is this is the 97th episode of Ruby Jew Radio. Can I get my claps and my teacups? Can I please? Hold on. Ay, y'all ain't loud enough this morning. I don't hear y'all. I don't hear y'all. Can I get my claps and my teacups, please? I'm 97 episodes in. Do you hear me? Do you know how that feels? 97 episodes. If you ask me how I do it, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I just did it. Yes. I just did. It. I couldn't tell you how I did it. I just do. It. I just go in here and I just do it. I just sit down and I do it. When I want, when I want to, ask, when I'm serious about something, I want to actually do it. I sit down and I do it. I don't play around, I don't play games. I promise y'all, at the beginning of the year, when I first start recording this, I'm gonna give y'all 100 episodes, and I'm 97 episodes in, which means, next, first of all, next week will be a year, my year anniversary, next Wednesday will be a year of me being on this app, and then, next week will be, shit, Monday will be the 98th, Tuesday will be the 99th, and Wednesday, actually, the anniversary of me being on this app will be the 100 episodes, So these, so next Wednesday be the 100th episode on me on Ruby Radio. I was supposed to reach out to the station head here in Atlanta and go down there and do that, but I didn't get a chance to do that, whatever. I do it next year sometimes because I want to be able to have me a glass of wine and get on there and talk my shit, like, you know, so I can't really do that because I'm pregnant. But anyway, um... I should have a hundredth anniversary slash anniversary report. I should be. I should get, do me a flyer and get people to get people on such head to pass it around and market that. So that'll be great, and I can have y'all come in. And y'all can. You know what I do? So Wednesday, I probably do a half show, and then I will probably do like in a you know a ceremony where y'all come up tell me, y'all best times that y'all had about me. You know what I go ahead? And, let, me, let me write it down on my to do list because I got a lot of little comments every you know, other things to do this weekend. Let me write it on my to do list. A hundredth. Episode anniversary and a year anniversary flyer. All right, so, um because actually i got on the app december 18th i met free the goat free the goat if you don't know who free the goat is you're definitely not an og i've been on here free the goat was that nigga that was capping goddamn that motherfucker was making goddamn what he needed to be made so um i met him on here then i didn't come on i kind of like listen every now and then then i finally had and then i came out. listen 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 to people shows and i finally came on january 5th had my first show and I wrote that date down. And I said, I want to write this date down. So, that way, when, when time go on, I'll know. So, December 18th to be the actual day I actually downloaded the app. Got on here and met some people. And then, January 5th be the year, the year anniversary of me actually started talking. So, I, I always count December 18th because that's the day I got on here talking to people. You know, mingling and shit. Hanging around. Getting to get myself known and things of that nature. So, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ruby. J to the UU. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so moving on, moving on, moving on. Baby daddy said I should try this gavel sound effect, like I had before. I got a real gavel. Like, okay, let's see how this thing. Let's see how this shit sounds. I think it takes a long time to come in. this why I don't want to use it. So we gonna exit out of there. Alright, so moving the fuck on, good morning to everybody that's in the room. I'm hoping you have a good Friday. So the first fun fact we just covered, if you just get in the room, is that today is the 97th episode of Ruby Jew Radio. December 18th, which is next Wednesday, I will be having a 100th episode slash one-year anniversary of Ruby Jew being on um, Station Head. So I'm going to invite everybody. I I probably do two shows that day, a morning show, and then do afternoon show for my anniversary, I'm going to invite everybody to see who can come up. Y'all can come in and tell me all y'all old stories about me, what y'all remember, and all the magnificent moments of me being on this app. All right, the second fun fact this morning is Chloe Kardashian wants a storyline. That's why her ass keep dragging Jordan because she's on the verge of getting fired from the Kardashian. because, as you know, mom milks the shit out of them bitches like cows. Okay? Okay. All right, so that's why she keep dragging Jordan. And then, for, another fact is that her and Trisha weren't even together when the whole Jordan situation went down. People seeing Jordan at the party, seeing him, he approached her, they kissed. She goddamn was like, you know what, uh, I can't do this. Walked out the door. Whatever the case may be, but for you to be continuing to drag this girl 10, 12, 11 months later and you still fucking this man, okay, sis, we already know what time it is. Okay, so she want to listen another fun fact. The third fun fact of the day is a lot of celebrities use their kids for sympathy they have done some fucked up shit, they get online, Alexis Sky is one of them, and post and cry about their kids, so we as people can forgive them, it's called reverse psychology, I call it reverse psychology, or it's called uh, pacifying my behavior with my kid, okay, the the next fun fact is Alexis Sky is not a, her ass is not real, if you don't know that, I have discovered some old pictures of her, I will post those things when I get a motherfucking chance. And why she out here dragging goddamn natural bitch black females, bitch? You once was a bald head natural bitch. So why you out here? You know what I'm saying, trying to get mad at a blogger because they just reporting the news. You getting upset so You gonna spit in somebody's face, threatening people on live, sis? I'm all here for the bullshit. I'm all here for the talk and everything. But when you go to threatening people, because these this is news that you, you need. First of all, you, know you get on your team. This is news that your team put out to the public. Why shoot? Don't shoot the motherfucking messenger okay while you out here down in natural black females your ass is not real your ass is fake sis We you guys should all know that don't don't believe none of these bitches when they say that you know what i'm saying their ass is real half of these hoes have ass fake asses but y'all want to fat shame lizzo for being a natural black female just let her real ass hang out and you got them. and that just it just it's a that shit right there i don't even want to get into that fat shame shit because it's gonna be get uh, it gonna get ugly and another thing is... Another fun fact is she is on... Alexis Sky is on Medicaid for that child. I ain't talking about the kid. You know what I'm saying? Me, personally, I'm not a person that gives a fuck about what you said about my kid. but you don't know me and you don't know my child. You know what I'm saying? You won't have that same energy in person. So, if somebody online says something about my kid or somebody... I don't... I won't give a damn, but I don't care. I mean, me, personally, I'm... I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I just added a new quote to the show. It says... And I quote... Albert Einstein, one of the greats, said that weak people seek revenge. Weak, he said. Weak people revenge. Strong people forgive, and intelligent people ignore. I'm gonna be intelligent and annoy your ass because I know how far I can go, and if I and sometimes I go so far that some of you motherfuckers can't take that shit, and I can't even take myself sometimes when I go too far. But it's like. I'm here, you know, what can I do? I can just, I might do what, go ahead and go. And I, you know, I ain't going to be no half ass criminal. I'm going to be a full-fledged criminal. I ain't going to be no half ass I'm going to be a full-fledged hoe. I don't like the half ass when I'm doing something. I like to do the full-fledged. I'm going to be a bitch. I'm going to be a whole bitch. Not a half-full one. So, with that being said, sis, I'm not talking about your child. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't condone other people talking about your kid or whatever that case may be because the kid has a legit disability. And also, you know, you ride her down in bitches and, 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 and to my broke bitches. But, sis, you own Medicaid just like the rest of some of these uh, women out here. So, what are you talking about? It's just like somebody posted a quote on, uh, I mean, somebody said something on my Facebook uh, the other day. He was like, it's funny how these, um... Uh, uh, cocky ass business entrepreneurs, business owner talk down on the little people, but turn around and need this, and the same thing, need the same money. That the, hold on, he said. It's funny how the cocky entrepreneur business owners talk down on the little people, but turn around and need the little people' money to grow their business, to build their business. And it's kind of like what she doing like ain't no way it's not it, it, it don't work it don't it don't work like that you talking about people be, being broken all that, and all that, but sis you're on medicaid like what's up bitch you came out on national tv now you came out on love him Hop. said that shit yourself you better go watch that clip and i'm like sis on medicaid sis ain't got no money to pay the medical bills fed the ain't giving out no money that's not his baby he can't give out you no money but we know who the real baby daddy is, and he does take care of the child so we're moving on from the fun facts on friday you know, fun facts, we cover all kinds of shits on Friday, it's fun fact. we get about we world news, whatever the case may be, so we're moving on to our most favorite part of the day, which is the breaking news, because we get down and we find one some of the most craziest stories, and bring them to you, that's what Ruby Drew Radio is about, we're about talking shit, laughing, having a good time, being comedy and inspiring you, this is a Friday, you should be inspired to go be great, go do great things, I I'm always end my show on a positive note. Okay, just because I got 272 followers doesn't mean motherfuckers I ain't watching me. Okay, cause there's somebody out here watching me because they sent some shit that I put out to somebody else or to somebody else and they sent it to me. I said, Oh, I got somebody watching me. Okay. I'ma get her ass a shot. Okay? So um I'm like the little monkey in the cage. Once you see me and you know you watching me, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a shot. All right, so listen, y'all. Somebody's always come around watching and listening. When, you're, when we're talking, we're talking out into airways. Whether you're at home talking and you got your TV on, you got your, if you got any type of digital gadget device around you while you talking some shit, your conversation is heard. We're talking all out into the airways. Everything, pick up everything. So don't be surprised if somebody's watching you and you see something that you already talked about because we're talking out into the airways. If you don't know that by now, I suggest you pick up a goddamn book and read. Okay, and stop being illiterate to the fact. All right, we're moving on to the breaking news segment. And we got some things to talk about. We got an update on Juice where we got an update on Harvey Weinstein. We also have Oprah Winfrey ass and Fifty Cent chiming in. We also gonna be talking about this Nick Cannon and Eminem this. That's motherfucking breaking news for me. We got some shit to talk about. So before we get started, I mean, why we? I mean, before we get started, you know, we play Eyes I this this is the favorite sound effect. I think this is the most favorite sound effect my listeners love to hear. Morning to everybody. I thought M and Nick had to be for a long time. No, well Nick Kennedy decided hit to jump his happy go looking nun rapping ass back into the shit. So he started the shit back up. Cause he owes oh, some hair, some old shit. Even said. And it's all this you know, let me tell you something, it's all publicity stunt. You should know this from, from uh, Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy do publicity stunts every five years, every two or three years he come out with some bullshit for to get you to watch some shit. So it's this is a publicity stunt. Of the All right, so breaking news Lionel Richard believes Stephen Wonder can goddamn see. Holy shit, you've set my soul up burning fire. You are my one and only desire. <laughs> they say Stephen Wonder can goddamn see. i got eyes, mama. Eyes can see. I just don't know what I do without my glasses. So let's hear what Lionel. Okay, so the headline said Lionel Richie believes longtime friend musician Stevie Wonder can see. Well, you know, let me tell you what a comedian said one time. She said if she was married to Stevie Wonder, she would only get that nigga five outfits, and she would let him touch him five outfits like six times to make him think that he got a whole bunch of outfits. Why she gonna spend the money? I said, bitch, why? <laughs> She's funny as hell. I'm Stevie Wonder to the pussy, baby. I can't see shit. <laughs> Let me stop playing because my ass already goddamn got a stigma in one eye. But I'm Stevie. I'm Ray Charles to the bullshit. Hey, talking about I'm... Now, Ray Charles can't see for real, though. Ray Charles, man, he rest in peace. That was a motherfucker right there. That's one blind man bitch you did not want to fuck with. I'm telling you, that nigga will whoop your ass. So let's see what Lionel had to say. Lionel had a lot to say.
2: So let's talk Stevie Wonder because I know y'all are friends. Do y'all like literally hang out all the time and like, Stevie what?
3: is probably, I'm going to tell you something. I, I've been spending my whole life with him thinking he can see, I know he can see. He I, can, I, mean, I mean, thought not, you I can said sing. <laughs> I, no, he can see. Listen, uh, the story I tell this is the funniest, I went to his house. He says, want to hear a new song. I've got it in the car. Come on, go with me. We go out to the car. He says, you sit on the passenger side, I'll sit on the driver's side. He goes in, he cranks the car up, he puts the tape in, right? And then
1: he does this.
3: And starts driving back down the driveway. No, sir. And I screamed and said, Stevie, what are you doing? And he said, ah, got you, didn't I? But <laughs> I, I? I would hate to get around him because every time I would get
4: around him,
0: so he's trying to say that Steven wanna can see. And baby, you don't never know. Cause I'm let me tell you about you know I always but these are you be like I be having stories, but these are not stories, these is real things that happen to me. My cousin can attest for this. So uh me and my cousin, cause my cousin, my auntie gave up all her children for adoption. So a lot of my cousins, you know, we re we have reunited since then. So um one of my cousins I reunited with, he was living up here in this. Uh, men's housing place until he found him somewhere to stay. so he met a friend and the friend claimed he was blind okay so the men's friends that he was blind but the man heard my voice he was like you know I bet she is beautiful or whatever the case may be so I you know me being who I am I'm like okay well first of all nigga you blind I ain't not I'm not you know I'm not in the in the, in the business of helping anybody see anything or Listen, I can't, listen, I ain't, I can't, I'm not a, you know, I'm not in the business doing anything like that. So we go down to the Publix, and so the motherfucker's on the aisle looking at the, looking at the french fries and the vegetables. So I'm paying attention to this nigga. I said, this nigga said he can't see. So I'm paying attention to this nigga, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm thinking this nigga, like, cause they ain't tell me, my cousin swear he told me this, but I'm like, cause you did not tell me this, cause I would've, I would've remembered. But, um, you know, I know he's like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking he's fully blind. So this nigga went and grabbed some vegetables and some old shit. I'm like, I thought the nigga said he was blind. He's my oh, I'm going to blind out of one eye. I said, got to be more goddamn careful with your lying ass. You had me thinking that you were blind. So I'm like, damn, I got to help this man get the cart. I said, no wonder your ass was moving like that. Hey, i been thinking, yo, I said, that's how you get the bitches. Cause he wasn't, he wasn't that cute. That's how you get the bitches looking. Like, pretend like you're fully blind and you get to feel on them and touch on them and shit. They get to help your ass and you got them fuck around and take them glasses out while y'all fucking and one eye dead and the other one is alive. And there you motherfucking have it. So when that motherfucker told me that the nigga was only blind out of one eye, Oh, I said, oh, that's why he can see me. That's why he say he think I'm thick and all that. He playing my nigga, You playing mind game. Somebody can't he come to dinner. You won't be you, you catching the blind eye on these chicken wings, sir. Hell no, you cannot come to my dinner. One of them eyes will not be seeing me cook. So my cousin ended up like, he's like, well, let him see. I'm like, baby, he can't stay at my house. If he'll lie about being blind, baby, he'll lie about anything. So guess what? I don't want that nigga to come to find out homeboy had a whole girlfriend. I said, it always be the niggas with a slight disability that want to be a player. The last nigga I had with a slight, you know, he had a, you know, the burnt-off arm. You know what I'm saying? He well, he had a whole family on the other side of the town while he was dealing with me. So, I'm like, "Why? what's up with all these slight disabilities want to be players and shit? Now, ain't that wrong with somebody being with having a disability and all that? And I'm not saying... Because you this you can't be a player and all that. But I'm just thinking, like, that's one less advantage that you have there, you know what I'm saying? If I was, you know, I would be true. I'm always true in anyway, but if I want somebody to accept me for who I am, I'm gonna always be truthful. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to myself, if you just AB you want somebody to accept me for who you are, you need to be truthful. You you lying on top of on top of of that. Damn, number one, you first of all, number one, you the first strike you got against you is that you know what I'm saying? You black. Second strike, you decide. So you already got, got two strikes. Then, then you going to turn around and lie? Oh, okay, then. Lie don't care who tell it. A lie don't care who tell it. He said, wrist, daddy. <laughs> he said, is that like a way to find out something? Yeah, feeling the wrist is like find out if they pretty or not or whatever. I mean, this is what Fray charges you to do. And I'm thinking to myself, nigga, I know your ass don't think. So, Lionel, from my experience to yours, if you feel like Steven Wonder can see, he may just be slightly. Some of these niggas be, some blind people be slightly blind and they wear the glasses because of they, the way their eyes look. So, we don't know. He ain't never came out and said that. We'll see if he, we will keep you updated to see if he come out and say Lionel's alive or not. But we all know, goddamn, you know, back in the day, you know, whatever the case may be, but. If this if, if you get in the car with a blind motherfucker and they driving and begging out the driveway, what are your thoughts? What the fuck are you gonna do? So here's my thing too, and you know blind people can really they really can feel they can feel they can, they, they other even though their eyes going out their other senses are very keen they they like you know so he probably can feel the roadway and know how to drive you know I don't know I ain't never heard of no blind person. But, uh, you ever heard somebody say, I heard a joke that said, you so ugly, you make a blind person cry. I said, well, goddamn baby, if you goddamn ugly, Steve can't even, Steve don't even want to see your ass. If you that goddamn ugly. It was a joke I read a long time ago when I was young. Oh, you so ugly, you make blind people cry. It sounds corny now, but, I mean, <laughs> back then it was funny as hell. Um... I'm good. you getting out. You getting out of the car. Baby, I'm going to let that nigga back up because, baby, I can't wait to that insurance check hit. Back the fuck on up. Matter of fact, back up into this lady's shit. I mean, into this lady's house right here so I can get me a check. So go ahead. Because, bitch, I'm going to say he ain't tell me he was blind. I ain't know that. I thought nigga just had on no shirt. I ain't know that nigga was blind. That like, nigga was just high as hell. Hey, ma'am. Did you know this person was blind? I sure the fuck didn't. I didn't know a thing. I didn't know a motherfucking thing. Well, moving on, goddamn. Well, Steven, if you can goddamn set my soul a burning fire, then I know you can see some shit. (laughs) Anyway, I like Steven one. That's how I was going to make one of his songs, All I Do. I found this fire as, I think it's fire as beat. And that's how I was going to sing over it or whatever. Because you know, I got that soul. You know, I got that church soul in my voice. I only can really sing soul songs. Like, if if the song ain't got no soul in it, you know what I'm saying? I really can't sing it. Um, I can, but, you know, it sounds awkward. But anyway, um, moving on. Okay, I got you. He said sing some hooks. Good morning to hoodies came in the room. Dan. Hey, Dan. Dan. Oh, Dan. Hold on, Dan. I, I thought this was you. I put this on my Instagram and I thought this was you singing this damn song about a big booty black girl. And he was saying, work that ass for that. I'm like, do this nigga work for here Hey, Dan. Never see you in a while. Let me hold on. Let me pull the clip up, Dan. Let me pull it up. Give me one second, Dan. Let me pull this clip up. Okay, here we go. He got the clip right here. Children listening,
1: I want to hear a song about getting on with a big booty black girl. Just work that ass with daddy, work that ass with daddy, win ya.
2: the juice, baby, yo, I feel the juice in my mouth, yo, the juice in your ass, like Florida Orange, baby, yo, pulp free, hell no, I need the pulp, need a whole bunch of pulp in that goddamn ass, yo, get on top of me, I see you, you're on top of me, I can't even see the rest of your body, your ass is fat, then you're sitting down, baby, on my face, I'm sucking your pussy and your ass in the same place, you gotta work that ass for
4: daddy,
2: oh. oh. Oh, oh work that ass for daddy Yes, it's is fine bitch Yes, it's is fine gonna suck sorry to all the motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> yes it's fine bitch <laughs> dad said
0: work that ass for daddy <laughs> dad I said I know this ain't dad up here from my work that ass for daddy <laughs> Good morning, Dan. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun Friday. Today is goddamn. It's the weekend, baby. Everybody working for the weekend, goddamn it. So, shout out to Dan. Dan has been a fan of mine for a very long, 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 long time. Okay. Dan has seen some of my craziest, craziest, craziest moments. Dan, do you know that next Wednesday will be the 100th episode of Ruby G Radio? And it'll also be my one-year anniversary of being on station head. So, Dan, I would appreciate it if you came through Wednesday and showed me a lot of love. And I did 100 episodes in less than a year because I started recording these shows in March. So, I did 100 episodes in less than a year. So, don't sit here and tell me you can't do that because of be a goddamn line. The truth ain't in Moving on. Okay. A Nigerian man has hacked the goddamn system and got all his goddamn cousins a goddamn green card. I need to find out where home at because I need some extra steps for this month. We got Christmas. buy. Hold on, where he at? Work that ass for Dad? He was working that ass for the government, baby. So listen, a Nigerian man allegedly had uh, hacked the U.S. government and gave his family and friends permanent citizenship. According to 9 News, Nigerian over 80 Nigerians were arrested in the U.S. for intent, fraud, and other online crimes during the fourth quarter of 2019. Abyss. A babies, I think his name was Abies, was quite the hacker, but sadly it won't last long. U.S. officials are in the process of deporting all 33 who got the low-key citizenship back to Nigeria. It is not—it is—it is not yet known how he pulled this out, but it's interesting. Baby, they probably had a goddamn—that motherfucker was probably Nigerian. US. His name Abies Atuche. Is a hacker, and he had done something, and he had done something that no hacker has ever attempted to do before. A 2-chain hacked the U.S. government and gave all 15 family members and friends permanent American citizenship. Now, baby, I know if you can let a nigga hack the system, you can get me an extra quarter or two. On accident, anybody gotta know that you give me an extra one, Okay. I'm trying to figure out how did Otuche even get a guy. I mean, like, what the? That motherfucker studied the U.S. That's why I be trying to tell y'all. Yes. These people overseas be hurting. We are blessed to be in America because them people overseas do not get this privilege that we have in there. Also, they study the fuck out of us. So they try, because he had to study the hell out of the U.S. government to even, even hack the system. A was a smart motherfucker. I just wish he would have went about the right way. But A Tuche, baby, I'm trying to get some Bitcoin. Can you, can you, I'm Um, hit me up. You feel me? I'm trying to get some motherfucking Bitcoin. So A Tuche hit my, hit me up. Oh, shit. You, we done digged up into this shit and I forgot to read my motherfucking goddamn disclaimer. Oh, hell to the fuck. No, you know we cannot. We is not trying to get through. Okay, so I'm gonna read it now. <laughs> Disclaimer the views and opinions discussed and expressed in this recorded show of the platform of Ruby Jew Radio do not directly reflect the opinions and views of Ruby Jew or the Ruby Jew Radio platform. This commentary is for entertainment purposes only. Copyright Act. Under uh, the 1976 Copyright Disclaimer Act, under uh, Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, the use of the following media material is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the United States Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyright materials for the purpose of commentary, criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, research, education, and education. Fair use is a use. Use permitted by a copyright that might otherwise be infringing, but this stuff be on my podcast description anyway. I just can't put it on here. Somebody come on here and listen. So, guess what? Ah, uh, this document, this stuff is for commentary purposes only. You should know that. I mean, entertainment purposes only. All right. So, moving on. Um, moving the fuck on. Okay, so we about to goddamn get into. So, are we gonna shoot some shots at all? No, we going gonna clap some hands, cause goddamn, you was a hell of a motherfucker to get all yo. You got one of your family of citizenship. That means we're gonna have shea butter for life. I just don't want to smell the must. Okay, I can do the shea butter, I can do the black soap, but I cannot deal with the mustiness. And so, let's give him a round of applause. Let's see if I can do my best African accent. Let me see. Hello, I came to you from the country of I can't now. That sound like an Arab. Right I forgot how to talk like an African. Um, my baby dad used to date an African, and, and me and her had gotten to it or whatever. And she was just like, and she was Nigerian, matter of fact, I think she's Nigerian. She was like, um, what she told me, she was like, you ain't. She said, you ain't. She said, she called me. What she say? You belong to his cousin. You ain't Al Qaeda. I said, what the hell is that? I said, well, bitch, if you pray, I said, bitch, keep fucking playing with me. I'm gonna goddamn call the goddamn immigration to send your ass back on the first thing smoking. I told him, I said, yeah, he told me about them lopsided titties. He was so. <laughs> At first, he was laughing. And then when I said something about her titties, he's like, I ain't that phone phone. <laughs> He was so bad, and so she used to leave these voicemails on his, on his, on his machine. And she be like, "Hey, you never did anything for me. I never fuck with anyone. You don't even know." I'm like, "How you used to be dying?" <laughs> I be like, "Girl, you you was real pressed today, ain't you?" child, that shit used to be funny as hell. She be like, "You belong to his cousin. You belong to the cousin." I told that motherfucker, keep talking, bitch. I'm going to call it the goddamn, oh, I'm going to call the uh, ISIS on your way. And I, 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 I think I said, I, I know I told her I was going to tell her the first thing, smoking. I'm going to call immigration. I said, bitch, you got a green card? You just want me to be the thing. think. Mind your business. Mind your business. Mind your business. ha. <laughs> That girl was so goddamn funny. She like, And then she and she started talking real fast. Like, it's, it's. Now, when she started talking fast, this is how it sounded like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm hanging the goddamn phone up. I don't know what the hell she said. I used to be playing on her phone and everything. I was terrible. Did me and my cousin We were at like African who were like um one day my baby dad and my cousin and my dad and I think it was somebody else who was at my house, my old apartment, my first apartment, my first apartment was full the party house, and so my cousin was put uh, got a um she got up a piece of paper and i put no I put a piece of paper and she put up a pen who was like <laughs> my baby
1: dad got
0: so bad <laughs> get away acting like advocates. I was like, I would spill your brook. I was like I would spill your brook in us. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. My kid was like, aah, 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 aah. And so my baby daddy, he looked on, he think that he don't think that shit funny. I was like, we do this shit as funny as hell. And so that shit would be funny. I she'll call, he'll have to go to the back and talk to her. Nah, we'll give not give. I used to be Jonah in the background that she used to be so funny. Oh, we done came a long way. <coughs> Oh, my God. That shit used to be funny as fuck. But anyway, um, anyway, so moving the fuck on, God damn it. All right, so now to this rap beef with Eminem. Hold on. Breaking news. I have a heavy place for you to stay. You are my queen. I am the prince of Zamunda. I don't know. I like Africans. They funny. They be telling me. They be talking. And they were goddamn open toe sandals. All oh, goddamn. Yeah. Right. See the stuff. Stand- the motherfucker got open toe sandals on. I'm like, baby, it's you goddamn. What the hell you got going on? I'm and them told bees. Uh, I used to work with Africa. He always was on the phone. Like he had something. I do. I we- do. And I used to be looking like, he like, "Hey, you, are you ready to work? Please call him now." I'd be like, "Man, get your ass out of my face!" And then he was like, uh, "In my village, I don't give a damn what happened in your village, but you was in America. Quit talking about your goddamn village." In my village, we don't. I don't give a damn. I was younger. So I be like in his village. They had them open toe shoes on, and his his feet would be na, would be ashy as fuck. I used to be like, where in the hell is going? I'm the to who in the holy hell is the goddamn gate open? Anyway, moving the fuck on. Uh, Nick Cannon, let's listen, it's gonna, it's like a four minute clip, so we're gonna listen to the whole thing, and we're gonna talk about it, dissect, and then we're gonna move on to the update, I got an update on Juice World, and you know, his girlfriend came out, his mama I came out and started talking, and it's a lot of little updates, so, uh, um, I mean, his ex-girlfriend came out, his girlfriend, so, we're gonna get into this, into this disc cause this shit was whack as a motherfucker, and I'm saying to myself, ah, Nick Cannon, sweetie, honey, baby. Sugar plum, okay. Um, yeah. Like he made me go white girl. I was like, okay. Um, you know, when something is wrong, I go real white girl. Like if I'm out somewhere and something, so I'm like, oh my god. Like my food is like, oh my god, I can't. My food is really cold. Oh, god. I. You know, I go into the whole white girl. I'm better have a bf.
2: She's my little bitch fit.
0: Anyway, um.
2: Word to the terror
0: squad joe this is all puns aside, though I'm- so this is eminem this is eminem so let's talk let's listen to this
2: me and mariah didn't end on a high note yeah. but that other dude's whip that pussy got him looted trying to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his juice clip almost got my caboose kick full quit you're not gonna do shit i let her chop my balls off too for i lost it you nick <laughs> quit watching news clips. Yeah, my balls are too big. I should be talking, cool. because I got scratched. So my pocket's full and I'm taking shots at you. Fuck it, let me drop the cue stick. I'm over the top like whip and I promise you the day I fall off or lose it. I will stop and cut off the music. Opportunists want to kill shit every chance that I got to do this. Stacking my grot. Savage, I'm not. To fool with like a handgun, you could say I'm like a gat when it's cock. I keep it up. Your ass will get shot. If rap was an actual block, you'd act like you're strapped when you're not. Only cap are you pop is the top on the can of your pop you the man till I pop your top you ain't in a box Nine, talking the hamburger spot, cracker with the barrel, arm to the teeth, Anderson Pock, rest in peace to a Feeney, Anderson Pock, you sent me that plaque with his rhyme sheet, I haven't forgotten, blow 30 million in a month, call it boosters Millions, just hope I don't lose the feeling, from soldier to civilian, got everything I need, but I don't even see myself in the future chilling, only thing I don't have in the booster ceiling, just call me the ruthless villain, they're telling me sky's the limit.
0: So here come Nick, you yeah, Here come Nick and his whole Wait a damn clue.
1: minute. <laughs> you know I don't never do no talking, but Nick is family. This show even imitation me to prove to everybody else what you about. What it takes off. I know it's Honey,
4: everywhere, now nice money on a bed. I could say I love it, but it's hard to understand. I just want the real, baby. You can have my last. You know if you go baby, ain't you no know coming back. Ain't no coming back, that's a fact. It's the invitation. Hold your to lean back, don't get hit with this retaliation. So fuck with crack, but the white boy he fuckin' crack, crack, pills and smack. The shit. about the relapse. Call Kim, somebody get Haley and that other kid you raisin'. That ain't even your baby a page out of drake book this might get a grammy we going back to back till you respond on the family my baby mama killed you off a decade ago you still crying about it bitch Nah, who really the hoe i called joe to set you up and you fell for the job slim on show for the video cause he terrified of my squad heard your chauffeur got a video you sucking a cop you paid him off then laid him off now who really the Should call me the new Pac. ain't no killer but don't push me how the fuck y'all got me battling elvis Pussley, nigga everywhere no, There's money on the bed I could say I love it, but it's hard to understand yeah I just want real, baby, you can Incredible have you know, guard, baby Incredible you know game This baby. gotta be karma cause he shit out of luck Eminem the perfect name, cause this nigga a nut You used to beef with Nickelodeon, Nick He called here and I come with the mop And get on my custodian shit like that in the target. I think it's Marshall. Come on Nick, that's Marshall You don't need help, nigga you a rider yeah. No safety, fuck a seatbelt What, is he out of his mind? I got a Glock And don't Eminem belong on the side of a nine? That's crazy Man, you act like Nick hurting your dreams You an Eminem How you mad a starburst on the scene? <laughs> Let yeah. me find out you still in that trailer park This how we do Run up and shoot the trail This the preview Clips Clips Clips, Clips. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I can say yeah. I love it but it's hard to understand I just want the real baby, you can have my pleasure I am the yeah. no yeah. king for the culture, fuck the baby mama in a choker. Pick her up like a chauffeur, and then to the wall like a poster. Oh, now she'll get cracked like cocaine, mix with soda. When I take her soap, the bitch die, I'ma still eat her, I'ma I'ma write your name in your mouth. You 47 chasing clout. Obsessed came out of 08, and you just putting some mouth. Cause Marshall think he an ape. but a white boy with a backpack. I do the shit for my real niggas, not the white boys trying to act black. On God. Eve. Nuts, money on i God going am everywhere, on a bed. I could say I love it, but it's hard to understand. Just
1: it's time to sit down on busted ass motherfucker. but you gotta realize, you run that shit out there, man. And at the end of the day, you got every person in the industry, and every person in the streets, shit, where are you gonna go? He just the blue vanilla their It's just a matter of time, he hanging, right? Even him M&M for this, for bringing bullshit up that's not true, say some shit. And then when shit get a little hot, everybody want to fall back. Or they want to run around with all these police. You know, that ain't fun. You're going to be a rapper. Anytime you're a rapper, you should have a whole bunch of police badges around you. Anytime you be a rapper, you're supposed to be able to meet up with motherfuckers hell handle your business. But all we got to do is get that motherfucker in the ring with you, and you're going to beat the dog shit out of him. That up. is a you conversation, y'all got the for, doing stuff for the
0: people. Oh, shut your ass up. You in jail for goddamn killing your best friend on top of goddamn uh allegedly setting some shit up with two by man I wanna hear that shit the, uh, this man talking. You allegedly might not ever get out of jail. My nigga, you was a treacherous motherfucker for a very long motherfucking time. And now your time has came to a motherfucking end, and you got your ass whooped by a little nigga in jail that's little than you. So don't set up Nick Cannon to get his ass whooped. Because I done seen the motherfucker, may he rest in peace, what's his name, Kimbo? Kimbo Slice? I seen him get his ass beat by a nigga that don't even do the gym. So just because you got muscles in your bed don't mean you can whoop a nigga ass, because ain't no rules in street fighting. Okay. Anyway, uh, second of all, I want to say the last motherfucker on the, this record was okay. You know, he did pretty good. He had like he had the rhyme. He had like a flow, a flow. But the rest of the motherfuckers, it took you to get four or five other motherfuckers to diss him. First of all, he talking my why, and the other niggas say why he bringing up something that had uh, a says came out eight years ago. Now they had some punch lines, but far as like the diss that shit, no. Nick, why'd you go get everybody else that need help? Nick, you know you're not a record a rapper. They said all the time on wild now. Only thing you never did was sold the platinum record. You had that record where R. Kelly, you and gigolo, spinning lots of dough. Okay. Um, I mean when we leave the club, leave with us. I used to like that. So I, used, I used to be in love with Nick like I used to literally thought I was gonna marry this man, I was gonna be rich. Cause I always I always knew even as a kid that Nick Kenny was gonna be rich as a motherfucker. I just always knew that about him. I always had this huge crush on him. But I'm older now and, you know, whatever. He said, he told Eminem, I told that bitch, which was a nutcase. So, you know, back in the day, she had that song, Why You So Obsessed With Me. I guess you a are mad. He don't got you no more. So, Jed Lop, Pinocchio, and No Grown Grow. grow. Gucci Mane, Mariah Carey, Bean Brown. Wow. I wish I had a lot of t- t- tests right now. Oh, that what you heard? Hey, Gucci Man went in on that shit. Now, I like that song. I like that part. And then he came out with, um... Matter of fact, let's go on to a music break. Matter of fact, fuck with what I let's play Superman. I I know that I did that shit at karaoke and I had the entire bar standing up rapping this shit, I had a nigga, get, a nigga get on stage, he was rapping with me, I had the goddamn ball, lit, do you hear me, I know this sir word for goddamn word, and what it, and what inspired me to learn this song word for word, is because, I don't know if y'all remember channel 14 used to show just like complete videos, and when we got all that, called, it was called Outbox, out of the box or something like that, and then we got older. They weren't really show it on YouTube, and they censored it. I think I was in, I think I was in middle school when this came out, and I think out of the out of the box was going out. So then that's when BET and Cedar Cedar's World started coming on, and hits from the street started coming on. But they would not play the Eminem video on TV because it had like sexual. So I said, like, you know what? I'm gonna learn this song, and I'm gonna rap this shit in front of some people one day. And I learned that shit. I listened to that shit over and over again for years. I bought the Eminem Shady, the first M&M, the Eminem um Eminem show album. I learned the words on that bitch. Um and I finally got a chance. Well, a couple years ago, maybe what like, UFO last and got it got in front of the stage of people and got them set and wrapped this shit like I always said I wanna do. So that was my dream come true. So what we about to do is it's called The Box, right? The box. What we about to do is we finna get into this. First we're gonna play I just really wanna play the Gucci man part of the Mariah Disc. But we finna get it fuck all that. We're finna get into this Eminem Superman and I'm finna be in this bitch jamming out and we're gonna get into that shit and then we're gonna come right back. So let's get onto this goddamn give me, Eminem joint right here. That nigga, don't get me wrong. I love these hoes. No secret, no secret. Everybody, everybody knows. Yeah, we fuck. Be so what? That's about far as your buddy. goes. We'll be friends. I call you again. I take shit riding before you see. See how much you be part of it? you don't want that? Neither do you want. I. I wanna flip when I see you, guys. I oh, guess. But I guess that's that's what. for um, I'm gonna be just us two. Yes, yes. Let's get into this shit. Let's get into this shit. We'll be right back after these messages. Unpaid messages. That how long did they play? Oh, now this shit went like a fool. We'll be right back after these unpaid, unpaid messages, y'all. You high, baby.
1: to me. want me to tell you something?
0: That nigga said, don't get me wrong, I love these hoes, no secret, everybody knows, yeah, we fuck, bitch, so what? That's about as far as your buddy goes, we'll be friends, i call you again, i chase you around if you blow you attend. 10, see how much you in the party and then, you don't want that, neither do I, I don't want to flip when I see you with guys, yeah, too much ride between you and us, not a jealous man, but a female's lie, but I guess that's, I I the a time, but I guess that's just what so let's do. How could it ever be just us two? I never love you enough, trust you. We just met and I just fucked you. But I do know one thing, though. Niggas they come and go. When I tell your ass that is my motherfucking shit, that is my motherfucking shits. I had the whole karaoke bar up ragged It they had. They was throwing napkins in the air. These folks were turned. Them folks were turned. Like I had the whole. I'm always going out turning somebody up, but them folks were turned. Ah! Oh, I had that damn. I was singing that shit. I was rapping. Don't get me wrong. I love. I start getting down low. I love these niggas. I start dipping down low and shit. <laughs> yeah that was so i miss going out doing shit like that but um but anyway we're gonna find some shots at nick Cannon for coming in the legend like bruh you should have knew you won't get demolished this nigga did one verse and that was it Cute your ass we're doing good we ain't shot that many people today on the docket one more round one more round one more round one more round, one more round. We found some shots at your ass, Nick, for goddamn coming for a legend. God damn it, ring a ling a motherfucking sponsor time. Superb Signing and Notary Services. Get your side hustle on with Superb Signing and Notary Services. Want to learn how to be a business credit? Want to learn how to be a signing agent? Or you just want some side money in your pocket? We want to learn how to work from home. Hit up Superb Signing and Notary Services. Tell Miss Danica that Ruby Juice sent you and she will definitely assist you. You can find them on Instagram. And Facebook at Superb Signing and Notary Services.com. Remember, I said Superb Signing and Notary Services.com. Or you can visit their website at the superb Signing Notary Okay? Um, remember, if they're notarized and they certified, you can also email them at info at superb signing notary remember i didn't put the n on in between the website because on the website it's just superb signing notary facebook and instagram is superb signing and notary services not .com because i always say .com but anyway if it ain't notarized it ain't certified once again hit up miss danica tell ruby, tell her ruby juice sent you she also does cdb oil she has a cdb oil boutique and she makes different kind of soaps so she's a very multi-talented woman she has different businesses and she can help you and assist you in all your raids of business or whatever you need help with. She can definitely assist you with that. So make sure you can help Miss Danica. All right. Also, Ruby Jew is on Fiverr. If you need any advertisement videos, if you need some advertisement for your business, your online business, I have small advertising rates. I'm cheap. I'm not that expensive. You will get a slot here on Ruby Jew Radio, as well as a video promotion video and some hashtags that will drive. Business to your page, okay. I am becoming the hashtag queen, as y'all can see. You know what I'm saying? My insights are, are looking really good. So, if you want, you know, something, somebody to assist you with getting some views to your, uh, um, getting some people to your Instagram, and they may not, the followers may not stick, but they're seeing your content. Somebody may shop, somebody may click. Um, I had some inquiries about some of my advertisement through me using hashtags. So, if you're looking to get, you know, you want me to do your promotional video, how I do my voiceovers and things of that nature. I used to do promotional videos for people on here. I stopped doing it because people start doing dumb shit. And I just didn't have the patience at the time. So, if you're interested in getting any promo videos for me or any promotional stuff or help with your hashtags, please don't be afraid to ask for my Fiverr link. You can order my services through Fiverr or you can just hit me up in the DM and we can work something out like that. Anyway, moving the fuck on, we have an update on Juice World and Harvey Weinstein. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Well, first of all, let's talk about Juice World. It was a sad thing that happened to Juice World, but at the end of the day, um, his death was his fault. So we're gonna keep it like we're gonna keep it all the way one hundred like that. So I came across something last week, um, well, a couple of days ago, from TMZ. Um, one of Juice World's ex-girlfriends came out and said Smith told David Mail she started dating him in early 2018, and when he when he when he flew her out to LA where he was taking uh, meetings with music labels, she noticed that um she noticed the new drug world surrounding him. She sc- excuse me. She claims that within days of arriving in LA. Someone from a label gave him morphine and cocaine. Smith says World didn't didn't use cocaine at the time, but it was a long before he started doing it. Um, as as we reported first, the feds were on Juice World long before Homeland Security agents searched Juice WRLD private jet last week when it landed at Chicago's Midway Airport. Um, as we all know, as as you as you well know by now, the rapper suffered from a seizure at the airport, which turned out to be to to be fatal. Okay, fast forward to now. <coughs> his uh juice worlds, and this is from what what is this? According to popular popular, I can't pronounce this damn website. It's called Popular Superstars. This is a popular dot com. Um, so popular superstars, what is these superstars? Uh dot com. So juice world friends may be charged with his murder. Um made him swallow evidence before overdosing. So, we're just learning that Juice WRLD, and I just found this out, what, Wednesday? This, this article came in Thursday. I got this article Thursday. So, we're just learning that Juice WRLD's friends may be charged with his murder after reports claiming that he swallowed evidence before his OD. New information about the rapper's death has come to light, and now investigators have found the people who may have been responsible for Juice WRLD's death according to an anonymous... Twitter user Juice Team was attempting to smuggle contraband into the country, and there were several attempts to hide it. And they have a picture of him laying out on the stretcher. I'm not going to put that out on Instagram because we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's crazy. And then his mom comes out, and talks about addiction. So, I'm going to read you his, this article right here. So, it says, Juice a mom speak out, hopes his legacy will help others battling addiction. Um... Carmella Wallace, the mother of late rapper Juice WRLD, has broken her silence on the passing of her son, hoping that his untimely death can be used to help other young people battle addiction. We love Jared with all of our hearts and cannot believe our time with him has been cut short. As often addressed in his music and to his fans, Jared Jared uh, with prescription drugs dependency while it said in the TMZ statement, exclusive release to TMZ Juice World, whose real name is Gerard Anthony Higgins had been transparent about his struggles with drug addiction in his music, attracting young fans who were also going through similar issues. But Wallace hopes Juice World music and transparency, but and his afflictions will help others beat their addictions. We hope the con- We hope the conversations he started in his music and his legacy would help others win their battles, as that is what he wanted more than anything. She said in her statement, the 20-year-old, 21-year-old, passed away after suffering a, a seizure in Chicago Airport this past Sunday. After to allegedly swallowed multiple Percocet pills. So like I told y'all before when I first when I did my current here, he swallowed an unknown amount of pills. But you know that was early when it first when it first happened. So fast forward to now, he swallowed Percocet pills. Now if he's coming down, and let me tell you how this works. If you're coming down off a of high, you go back and take a repeal, you can send your body into shock, which can cause you to have an overdose. And if you're not drinking water, you're not eating right, what is your body there what is there to replenish? So, you know, he was breaking down his own body over time. Um, his friends. I know the security guards are getting charged for bringing you know weapons into the airport. Two of the security guards are getting charged, like I mentioned in my commentary. So now his friends may be charged with the murder. They say he they made him swallow evidence before the OD. Um, here's my thing. Now somebody in your camp snitched on you. Somebody in your camp said, like the white boy, like the boy, I ain't going to say white boy, but like the boy said before, somebody in his camp snit had to snitch on him. Somebody in his camp snitched on him. Somebody in his camp snitched on him because there's no way all the airplanes that come through the airport, they just want to search your private jet. They make, you know, how much secure, like, land here so we can do this and do this. No, so, you know, with me being said, with that being said, you had 70 pounds of marijuana. You had all these pills and everything on you. Y'all was getting high. Either y'all was trying to sell that shit or y'all was getting high. Higher than high. Like higher than high, high high. Like I used to, I took Percocets when I when I first had my baby. They gave me 30 of them bitches. And when I tagged you I could not sit my ass down from cleaning up, I was high as a motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel it, it was like an exuberating feeling. I feel like I could fly. And all I did was just clean up, clean up. I stayed up. I stayed up damn near two weeks because I was taking a pill. You know, I'm taking a pill every six hours. So, i want only to get an hour or two to sleep I'm back up. I need another pill. I didn't get addicted to it because I had a strong willpower. Not to do that. But, if you in pain, shh, you know Parker said? Some people go to sleep off on. I stayed up off of it. Because I'm already like a, you know what I'm saying, an upper person. So, it's going to just intense my upperness. I'm already a hyper person without the drugs. So, um juice world rest you know rest in peace with sir you know sometimes we do things and make decisions that that, that causes detrimental things um i don't know about your drug addiction. i don't know if you had depression going on or whatever the case may be but um let this be a lesson to everybody out there doing lean and swipping on the perks and and uh you know listen to all this drug music and i can't listen to this music it's too deep and dark for me all the song i listened to was uh uh, uh, nah, I'm mean, I'm not I'm with the gang, I'm with the mom. What did you not that song? No, that's not his song. Uh, what's the damn song? God, what the fuck the song is? Um, lucid dream. I still see the shadows in my room, and even that song is a little dark. It gets a little weird, you know, in the middle part. I can, I only like the first part of the song. So. You know, I'm not a drug user, I don't use drugs, I'm not knocking nobody that does, you know what I'm saying? But his death should be an example. You know what I'm saying? For him to be bleeding out the mouth, somebody say, Hell, somebody else said who bleeding out the eyes. I don't know if he bleeding out the eye, but I definitely know he's bleeding out the mouth. That was an overdose and um that shit shook, you know, especially if you're not taking care of your Because all these young rappers are now, you know, you know, back in my time that was the drug dealer time. And now this is the time for the drug users. And so these are the people that the drug dealers the drug dealer with doing the drugs to their family members and now these people are dealing, you know, it's like a cycle. And now these people now these kids seeing their family do drugs, now they using drugs. So I don't understand, you know, what the whole smuggling the country band in the country type shit was for or I don't know. I can't say I ain't finna speak on that, but I'ma tell this young man you know, they say when people die in the that they soul be don't be at risk or they be confused. So may his soul find some type of peace on the other side and bring his family some type of peace because you always miss that person but you know you must find peace within any situation whether it's death life whatever you must find you some peace within any situation you may be going through you must find peace in that situation it's always a lesson in every situation that's going on with anybody in their life, it is always a lesson and it's always warning before destruction. Always remember who is always a lesson in what you're going through and it's always warning before the before destruction before you get to that part. And a lot of times us as people don't pay attention. Us as people don't pay attention. They don't. Um Oh yeah, that shit happens every time. Oh. And I'm from LA, living in Germany. Wanna just come here there. They all get searched. He said, I thoroughly sorry, but they do they do that to artists that come there. Um now he knows they be on at Midway. And so I'm just reading some of the comments. So sorry. But they do that every artist that comes here. Chief got turned around the airport, couldn't even do his show with Lloyd Banks. You live, you love, you thoroughly enjoy his music. I can't. I'm sorry. It's something I can't get into. <laughs> now this with parts and dance. I ain't look. I can't get into that. And, and it's like ain't no telling what was that boy was going through. I mean, I can see the pain when I look at some of his pictures. I can see the pain in his eyes. You can see the hardness, and it just it creeps me the fuck out. I'm sorry. I ain't. You know, what I'm saying I'm a very. I'm, I'm kind of sensitive, I ain't going to say I'm sensitive to energy, I might be, because I can feel a lot of people's energy even when I'm on this app, I can feel people's energy and this shit is just like, oh God, I got to get out this, and that's why I don't really be on here like that, because I can feel people's energy I can. it's like, I guess I can't say I'm sensitive because I can feel people, I can feel them I can feel them, I can feel them telepathically, I can feel them when they're around me I can feel them when I talk to them so, looking at his, and I can feel them through pictures, looking at somebody's pictures, looking at his picture, it's like, ooh it was a deep, he, you know, you everybody got a deep dark side. Everybody have a dark side and everybody have a light side. He he, he catered to his dark side more. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That was his flavor. That was his thing. I'm not knocking for doing that. I can't judge anybody for doing that because I almost went to the dark side myself. So, but I, I'm not finished. And you know, the reason why I don't listen to some of these dark movies and music, look at dark movies and look at, listen to dark music because it'll take me back there and vengeance will be mine. And I don't want to get to that point. So I eliminate myself. When I hear some shit, I can my like when I hear music, my imagination runs wild. So that's why I enjoy music. I enjoy singing. I enjoy doing music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cause my imagination runs wild. So if my imagination runs wild when I listen to music, I have to be careful with the selection of the music that I listen to. I can't listen to that Lucid Dream song all the way through. I get creeped out. I get chills all over my body. Uh-uh-uh. Like, this is this, a You can, you can just... me. I can just feel it in the music. Like, ah! Oh, this is a... I don't want to go here. And I had to exit out that song. I don't listen to that whole song. I like the beat. Even when I hit the beat, even when I did that, it took me a while. It took me how many hours to do that video because I kept like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't like this beat. It's creepy. It's creepy. It's creepy. So I finally went ahead and did the commentary, though. Yeah, I thought it was just me. That's why I always come through as mess with you and gabs. <laughs> Would you listen to dark music keeps me from going back into the dark space I've been in? Yeah, it can motivate you either way. But me? Mm-mm. I was once that I was going to be a gothic and I was going to get into like some evil shit because of the things that happened to me and my mama and them around me. Well, my mama, when, 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 you know, when a child goes through a, a detrimental thing of getting raped by somebody that was close to y'all in the home and then you still treat them like shit afterwards. It's kinda like, damn, well everybody in the world hate me now and I'm getting picked in at school and I gotta come home and be and be a slave to my mama and a slave to my sister and getting beat and talked to him and came away and called all kinda of bitches and shit and I'm sexual I'm I'm having sexual urges but I don't understand why. You know what I'm saying? So it's kinda like I almost went into that deep dark world, but I always had it was always somebody or a friend or something that always like came and rescued me. Or always somebody that I can talk to. Always somebody I can cry it, 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 It's like God. It's like I've been having angels around me all my life. Even now when I get upset and I be ready to go. Because when I get upset, upset, upset. <sighs> man, please. I don't even like to talk about this side. And that's why I don't like to go there. That's why some I ignore some things. I ignore some people. Because sis, my brother, my sister, if I get there, you're not going to be ready. I don't even think. You're not going to be ready for me. I'm just gonna say that. You think you may be ready for me because I'm giggling, I'm laughing, I'm bubbly. But my dark side is just giggling and laughing. And that's probably with anybody too. But um anyway, I just wanna say I hope his family finds peace. Um he battled addiction, and I don't know where addiction came from. I pray that my kids always want to come to me and talk to me about things that they're curious. And that's why we all always talk about having an open relationship with your children and having an open, having it, not being. That's why we had that whole conversation of not being too strict. You know what I'm saying? Being You have to have a balance. You know what I'm saying? A balance. It's like families work roots. The Haitians, big fats, so I don't fool with my family that much. That's why I stay away from my my fam, some of my family. So you gotta have a balance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, discipline your child, but also be somebody your child can come to and talk to. Because one thing I don't want my kids doing is getting wrong information for somebody. Let you meet your mama, and but I can't. You know, kids gonna stay to friends too. But I want me, you, my, you know, I want you to always have an option to come talk to me about whatever. Yeah, I may fuss, I may get on your ass, but just know, mama going You can always talk to mama about anything. Don't ever hide nothing from me, cause I can. You don't know I can help you in so many ways. I can help you. You know what I'm saying? I've been that young. I've been there. I've been one. I've been two. I've been 18. I've been three years old. I've been six years old. I've been 20. I've been 25. You know what I'm saying? And I got. You know what I mean? And I want to live till I'm 100 years old. So. I've been these ages that you come into. So let mama or daddy help you. And that's what I want my kids. I want to be able to come in and talk to me about shit. I want to able to come to my parents and talk to my about shit. My daddy's on iron drugs. Ain't no telling if he's sucking dick or, 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 or if he got damn whatever, he or, or, fucking pussy for the, the girl. Ain't no telling him what he got to doing for the drugs. And my mama, she caught up on a man. She don't give a damn. She sell me out or whoever out. So as a kid, as a teenager, I had to grow up fast. And I ain't had nobody to like that. So, I want to be that person for my kids. That's why I get on here and I be trying to encourage people. Because I've been through that dark side. I've been through... The half of the shit that y'all go through as adults, I've already been through that. That's why I can, like, look at shit and be like, look, man. I've been through that. Been there, done that. A lot of shit that y'all go through now, I've already been there and been done that. And been through that already. My life, I really should be in my goddamn 60s the way I have lived life. You know what I'm saying? So... So this young man, when nobody around him is, when nobody around him giving him the real deal, what was really going on? Somebody, if you are gonna do drugs, we know the side effects. Know what come wrong with that shit? So you can learn how to, you know what I'm saying? I can't stop you from doing this shit, but but educate yourself because well, there's lack of knowledge, there's room for error. And I don't want to ever let knowledge and things I need to know. Some things I don't know. That's why I got Google, I got error, all these things help me find out what I need. To, excuse me, what I need to know. So, that's why I live in Germany, when I see them chicken feet, they walk fast. Oh, y'all having a, y'all own little conversation in the chat, I'm like, what the hell, chicken feet, what the hell? I done been through some shit, but I always try to be supportive, for support to someone who when I can, Yep. So, I mean, everybody have their stories. You know what I'm saying. Everybody, I'm been through some things. Some more harsher than others. Some less than hard. But I don't compare my story to anybody else's story. I don't think my story is more worse or more, or no lesser than anybody else's. You know what I'm saying. Some people get some things happen. Some people they don't get no counseling or support or whatever. You know, they never get a chance to talk about it, and it fucks with them. You know what I'm saying? Something happened to some people. And they just buried it in the back of their head. But it still comes up. But I always say, how can you bury something that's never resolved? It'll always come up. That's it. They straight up. So um we're moving on. Okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, may his soul be resting in peace, but I'm just not feeling like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not even feeling the, I'm not feeling it I'm not even feeling the rest in peace thing because it's kind of like, I don't even want to sound like everybody else saying rest in peace. Oh, now we're sad. When we clearly see this man had a problem. I ain't, who am I to reach out and say, hey, bro, you know, no, I'm not about to reach out, but you have people around you. So it's kind of like, this is a lesson learned. I hope his soul finds peace, but this is a lesson learned for everybody. Straight up, everybody. It's the best for everybody. Anyway, moving on. All right, so we got Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Harvey Weinstein settled sexual misconduct cases with twenty five million dollars payout. So y'all remember earlier this year I reported that he had some sexual cases against him, and then we about to get into Oprah. Oprah is um. Is trying to come out with this whole thing about uh, Russell Simmons, and we're gonna get into all that. Cause by the time I read this, and we get our commentary on that, then we go into Al Oprah and talk about that shit. It's gonna be round ten something, goddamn it! You know this is supposed to be like the week of, um, we, the week of you know the old you know I'm gonna do the whole month of like old school art because I didn't didn't get a chance to talk about. And so, you know, we'll get into that. But anyway, um, Harvey Weinstein, after a year long back and forth, it looks like Harvey Weinstein is on his way to end his legal troubles with $25 million settlement between himself and dozens of victims. Har- However, Weinstein himself would not have to pay... Back the large sum. Instead, insurance companies who represent the Weinstein company would pay the victims under a deal that was reached Wednesday. Weinstein Weinstein will not be required to admit any wrongdoing nor be responsible for not financially in in his many sexual misconduct cases. Silver cases against him will be also will also be dismissed. More than three dozen women, many of them actresses and former employees, have accused the dis, the this the disgraced film producer of rape and sexual harassment. Eighteen of Weinstein's victims split six split six point two million, with each getting no more than fifty thousand. I mean, I'm sorry, five hundred k. Another 18.5 million will be set aside for those currently in K a case action case. I mean, I'm sorry, in a class action case and any other future claimants. Time's up. The anti-sexual harassment group who has long supported victims of Weinstein released a statement on Wednesday criticizing the settlement. They quote, and I quote, this settlement is more than a male um, problem It's a symptom of problem. it's a, it's, it's a symptom of problematic broken system that privileges power, powerful abusers at the expense of survivors. Said Time's up, Chief. Operating Officer Rebecca Goldman. While this settlement is flawed, we know it represents the hard work of several survivors of Harvey Weinstein. We hope it brings them and perhaps others some small measure of justice and relief that is long overdue. Despite the settlement Weinstein is still set to go to trial January first, I'm sorry, in January for sex abuse charges against two women. Now you mean to tell me this man throws out some money or whatever, whoever lawyer he have, and it just goes away just like that. He raped two dozen, over two about two dozen women in the industry, molested them, and all this thing, and then you got Bill Cosby, who I believe some of these women are lying on, because you know Bill Cosby tried to buy Comcast, CBA, he tried to buy a major network. He tried to go in just like, okay, I'm gonna buy this whole major, it's gonna be mine. You know, they ain't taking they ain't having that shit. So they framed his ass. And that, which made me, when they framed him, it made me feel like, shit, he was on the verge of getting that shit. So, Harvey Weinstein, you are guilty as charged. Because if you're not guilty, if I'm not guilty, I'm not finna give you shit. I'm finna fight this shit all the way to the goddamn end. I ain't guilty of that shit. I ain't do that shit. But then you got a black rich man that's in jail. and you got this white rich man who's just out and and, and all about. But let me tell you how God, let me tell you how the universe works. And see you be thinking people be getting off on one end but get what life is right around the corner and life ain't no better feeling there is no other way I can't take care of you more than life can take care of you life will really take care of your ass and what I mean by that when you do wrong wrong come on your ass and, and my granny's always telling me as a kid when you do wrong wrong come on you And I ain't get it at first but now I get that shit so you've got off in the justice system but in a moral way you have not got off your debt, your debt to society has not been motherfucking paid. So don't be motherfucking surprised what your ass hear about this man. Your debts to society has not been motherfucking paid yet. But here you got Bill Cosby in jail. He's like, I ain't need none of that shit. I can't say if Bill Cosby did or not. I don't know. But for you to easily let this man off like that, come on now. He paid something off. Somebody getting paid. He knows somebody. because he, it's either because he white and he rich. Or either because, you know, he knows some people. And I can't even say because he white because he rich. Because P.D. didn't let you get out from all his abuse cases. None of his shit go to court. So I can't even say because he white and rich. I'm going to say because he's powerful. You know what I'm saying? And I see, you know, we had had the young lady up Wednesday. And me and her kind of like got into it. But I was just trying to get her to see... The other side of things. I understood what she was saying. We didn't really get into it. She just didn't really want what I was saying in her brain was wrong. So she really didn't want to hear that shit. Y'all can go back and listen to the to the um to the audio. You can click the link in my bio. It's episode 20. Um, and so it's towards the end of the show. So and I understood what she was saying, and then I wanted her to see, like, you know, it's another side to this as well. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna always be profiled because we're black. That's, that's, that's something America was built on. Profile a black person. If somebody done stole something in the room, with a black person in the room, the black person is automatically guilty. So we always have to move in a certain way in America. You, ha- you should teach your kids to move a certain way in America. You should never teach your kids that they're equal to everybody else if you're black. No, they're not. They're not. Even if they mix, they're still gonna be considered black. It don't matter to a white, a pure white motherfucker. Your kids is black. As they say a reform racist. Okay? So we need we need to start thinking more on how to survive instead of trying to I and I appreciate everybody has fallen for us and gave us these rights to speak our minds. I appreciate those things. And we continue to fight for our rights and our freedom, but at the same time learn how to survive and move here in America. Straight up. That's that just that that. Um I don't know what y'all got going on in the comments. So, anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. All right, so, um, we're going to find some... Sh- well, no, you know what? We're going to let life do that. I don't, am I going to find some shots of Harvey Weinstein? It's not even his fault he got off. So, I can't even find no shots of him. We're doing pretty good. All right, so, we have about few minutes left i want to touch on one old article this morning so um three six mafia dj paul files a lawsuit against um travis scott that was earlier this year let's see let's see when earlier this year was okay that was earlier this year that was around april this year so, 36 Mafia DJ Plow claims that a part of Travis Scott's song, song, No Bystanders, are nearly identical to a song he wrote, and now he's taking legal action. According to TMZ, Paul fired a copyright infringement lawsuit against Travis Scott for similarities and cadence and sound between No Bystanders and in 3 36 Mafia's 1997, Tell club up, tell club up, nigga, tell club up, um, which was co-written by Paul. In in official court documents obtained by publication, DJ Paul says the hook to his track says, tear the club up, tear the club up, while is go, fuck the club up, fuck the club up. In addition, Paul mentioned Scott's grimy performance of No Bystanders from earlier this year. Paul said that the re-rendition of the song that Scott performed used Paul's exact hook word for word. Um, what I meant, word for word. Hold on, what the fuck I meant? Word for word, okay. No Bystanders is a track off Scott's highly successful album, Astro World, which debuted at number one on, bill, on, on Billboard. DJ Paul wants the track pulled from the album and is seeking 20 million in damages from profits he believe believe the song earned. However, sources close to the situation say that DJ Paul and Travis Scott had a conversation on Tuesday and are working towards a resolution. No other members of 3-6-Mommy are naming the lawsuit at this time. Y'all can't keep going around here still these folks' songs. Y'all got to pay due This is my thing with these new rappers, upcoming rappers. Y'all got to pay y'all respects and y'all dudes to the legends who paved the way. If you going to sample a 3-6-Mommy song or, or MJG... And eight ball song or pay these people their money. These people have worked extremely hard to get where they're at. Despite the odds that they had against them, it's not as easy as, as you goddamn have it. The slack is a little lighter now. And so you got to pay your goddamn dues, man. You can't just be going around here selling the first track and second full shit and make some money off of it that you going to go buy Anybody going to notice that shit. Oh, baby, we notice. Yeah, we see all. Oh, we see you know all things. So, pay that man his motherfucking money, Travis Scott. We're going to find some shots at your ass for not being honest from the junk. And then it's like, once you go through these legal battles, you got all these illegal fees and all this shit, you, this extra money you got to put, put out, and you didn't have to put out at first if your ass just had been straight up from the junk. Alright, moving on. Oh, two. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Alright, so, um... Let's talk about Oprah. Okay, this is going to be the last person of the day. And then we're going to leave. You know, I usually have a topic in the show, but I don't want to run over. Because um, I know y'all want to get to uh, the Station Head Show, Serena Show. So, I know y'all want to get over there and, you know, get your look, You know, whatever y'all got going on over there. Because I'm definitely not attending. So, um, Oprah Winfrey's. Um, Executive-produced document about Russell Simmons sexual allegations to debut at Sundance Film Festival. Now Oprah Winfrey um, has a, another document. She's coming out with like things that happen in the industry and all this and all that. So she's coming out with all these different documentari- documentaries, or whatever the case may be. Um, I want to know. I want to get into what Russell Simmons. read you the article. I want to get into what Russell Simmons had to say, and then I also want to get into what 50 Cent had to say as well. So two years after several women accused Russell Simmons of sexually assaulting them, Oprah Winfrey is putting on her executive producer hat to help them tell their stories. Now, here in this picture right here that I'm looking at, you can see them in the picture. She's jolly. They happy. They hugging. He's standing next to her like a night picture. Now, I'm getting this from the source, thesource.com, okay? So according to thesource.com, um. This article was written December 6, 2019. Two years after several women accused Russell Simmons, of se- Russell Simmons of sexual assaulting them, Oprah Winfrey is putting on her executive producer hat to help them tell their stories. Apple TV Plus acquired the documentary, and it would be directed by Kirby, Dick, and Amy Zinger... The long line says the long the log line says the film follows a brilliant former music executive who grapples with Rinda to to go public with her story of assault and abuse by a notable figure in the music industry. The film is profound, but the film is a profound examination of race, gender, class, and intersectionality and all the tolls, assaults, excuse me, and all the tolls, excuse me. Excuse the fuck out of me, pass the goddamn Grape And all the toes of salt take on their victims and society at large. It was announced that the documentary will debut at the Sunday at the Sundance Film Festival at the top of 2020. Sundance's description was an exact replica of Apple's log line, but the former music executive was revealed. Drew Dixon will be the center of the point of the documentary who accused simmons of multiple incidents of sexual misconduct in a bombshell new york times interview during dictates executive run at def jam recordings the co-founder come on now what is this the co-founder was her supervisor she quit her job at the record label after russell simmons allegedly raped her in his apartment in 1995. the hip-hop mogul was repeatedly denied Multiple accu hold on the hip hop mogul has re- has repeatedly denied multiple accusations of sexual harassment and rape. Okay, good morning, DJ Dun Knox. Okay, so Oprah is coming out with this documentary. Um, we're gonna let me let me read you more about this C shit, and then we're gonna get into what Russell Simmons had to say, they we're gonna get into what Fitzhand said, we're gonna get into what I got to say about this shit. Um, let's see. Let's find you, Oprah. Where you at, girl? Where you at, girl? Where you at, girl? Where you at, girl? Where you at, Oprah? Oprah! Oprah! You told Hoppo to beat me? God damn it. Hoppo ain't gonna be the only one beating that ass sis. I heard Gail and would were beating that pussy up, too. If I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um... So Oprah alongside Apple are developing a document about assault in the music industry. They was And then it's like, this article came out when? December 4th. And then this article came out December 6th. So it was like you were trying to like throw shade. So it says, um, Oprah Winfrey and Apple are teaming up with Academy Award winner. Kirby, we already read that part. The untitled document was sent around The former music executive who stuck. Okay, so this was a shady article. The document will be produced and co-directed. I just read all that. So I'm gonna read this part. The untitled documentary was center around a former music executive who stuck, who is stuck with the decision whether or not she wants to share with the world her story of assault and abuse by a popular force in the music industry. The film will also cover other topics, including race. So we just read that from that article. So basically, this article came out December 4th, and they really wasn't getting into detail who it was about. Turn around December 6th, we all find out this this article is about Russell Simmons. He is accused of... The ladies accusing him of raping her and things of that nature. So, I want to get into what he had to say. Yeah, because yeah, cause I had saved these articles. So, I want to get into what Russell Simmons had to say. And then we're going to talk about what 50 Cent had to say. So, um, Russell Simmons is responding to this shit. So, let me find... Okay, here we go. I
3: about his uh, Mine was, if this nation went on me, it'd be very different. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to say much yet, but they say the storm that is brought to to give you struggle is the storm that will free you from struggle. Traditionally, if someone said something, it was true. But you never ask how many times have they been to jail. Mental mentor institution Have they accused five or more people uh, What does their father say <laughs> What does their uncle say Questions that were not asked before Now may be asked And our system may be Embarrassed uh, I don't want that I don't want to be in the mud What I really want is for God to Build bridges And do some healing A lot of what's happened in Hollywood It's a little bit like the TV show Flavor of Love Fame and fortune Are catalysts For untrue Accusations And then when your father says it Your mother says it And your best friend say it And they all have proof It's hard to say something happened 30 years ago or 40 years ago and prove it. It's almost equally as hard to disprove it. But the choices that they have made are things that could be disproven. I mean, really disproven. Because when you say something 30 years ago, you tell your friends something else later. It's another story. Those who know about what I'm talking about can digest that and they will see it unfold. I guess God wants me now to... Because I have an idea. I have to serve the hood. I got to do some work in the hood. And I got to raise money. Uh, A lot of my charities, uh, five charities, were hurt very, very badly by this period. And I think that they want me to come back and raise money or something. But I certainly cannot abandon the broadcast network and all the beautiful things I'm doing at home in Asia, company I bought and taken over the broadcast network, some of which could be done from here. So I'll come back more. But my point is, what's going on now is an embarrassment to our sister. I pray for her and for healing for all those involved in this great revolution but as often as the case every great revolution has collateral damage i am not here to defend men i'm here to say that all these people and they called me first <clears throat> i have spoken to more accused men than anyone on the planet They call me for spiritual advice, and I tell them to sit. I told Tony, just don't, don't talk back. They have a narrative, and if you get involved, it'll only drag you more. I have no intention of being in the mud. I'll leave that for an investigative journalist. It's very simple to find out some of the things that I've been told or knew from the beginning. If you're interested today, we're going to meditate. Oh God, I can't see the questions.
4: So a few
0: weeks- okay. So y'all heard what he was saying. So like I said, in the beginning of the show, weak people, revenge, strong people, forgive and intelligent people, ignore. Now let's get into, it's a rainy day here in Georgia. Oh, it's raining. It's raining outside. Um, you know, you know, Ray Charles had a song about Georgia because Georgia banned his ass, so he had to sing about Georgia, Georgia. But I think Ray Charles was from Georgia. I'm not saying Augusta, Georgia. Um. What I was doing? What the fuck was I doing? I remember, I forgot what I was fucking doing. Oh, seeing what Fifty Cent wanted to say. So Fifty Cent said, "I don't understand why Oprah is going after black men. No Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. This shit is sad." Gail hit R. Kelly with the death blow documentary. Every time I hear Michael Jackson, I don't know whether to dance or think about the little boy butts these documents document you know what uh 50 we gonna need you to sit your ass down he gonna say he don't every time he and michael jackson he don't know whether to think about dance or to think about the little boy butts damn these documentaries are publicly um convicting their targets it makes them guilty to prove innocent so first of all oprah um this is what i want to say to you now and then Gabs says she thinks he may be telling the truth. First of all, the part think I'm not gonna think anything I'm all about a I'm a factual person. If I can't find facts on this I'm not like somebody came to me with a story or whatever and they say, "Hey this daddy going through going on. If I can't find any facts on that or you can't put give me any proof on that. Then I'm not, I don't give a damn if you sound right, if it look right, if it smell right. I need factual proof. Let this man rape you. I need actual proof that this is going on. I need factual proof that you are innocent. I'm not on his side. I'm not on nobody's side. But for Oprah, for you to just go and take somebody's side because you want a coin or you want to build your network. Oprah, hold on. Let's back up. Ain't this the same industry? Ain't this a film industry? The same industry or whoever industry is the same industry that told you when you start capping too much money that you had to break your money down and split it with some other motherfuckers because you were making too much money? They didn't want you to be high as Bill Gates. Huh? Oh, okay. And then on top of that, Oprah, like, how's you coming for these people now? When, that's why Michael Jackson never came, didn't like to come interview with you or come to your shit. And that's why people don't really feel like the interview or fuck with you. I want somebody be the next Oprah. No, I'm not going to be the next Oprah. I mean, far as like interviewing all, you know, all, you know, all the intense stories. Yeah. But far as like her personality and how she doing things and how she coming at people sideways. Hell no. I don't want to be the next goddamn Oprah. Not on that situation right there. Hell no, I don't. And I'm just feeling like, every time, that's, why, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad States Abrams didn't get, it, didn't get in. And I meant to say that Wednesday, but I, we got into some other stuff that slipped my mind. I'm so glad that States Abrams didn't become governor here in Georgia. Because she said any woman that holler rape, whatever nigga she accused, accused of going rape, he going down. Do you know a young man did 10 years in jail behind a white bitch saying he raped her? She, she came out 10, 12 years after the fact happened and said that he did not rape her. She just said that because some other bullshit-ass reason, so he finally got out that man missed his scholarship. He lost a lot of shit that could have made him successful where he had. But then again, sometimes things happen to put people in places so they can know how to slow down. But he was moving, he moving a little too fast. So do you know that a lot of men get lied on about rape and have to face these consequences and do these things because these women are lying? There's no factual proof. Harvey Weinstein, for example, that's factual proof that he raped these women. But you going to let this man out? But you coming at Russell Simmons? Like he said, you ain't doing no Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein. You ain't doing no white men. You ain't doing goddamn Woody Allen who fucking out allegedly, fucking out of children in Hollywood and Disney and all that. You ain't got, you ain't talking about these molesters that's going on. You ain't talking about none of them white folks. They're going to they cut your check off. But see, that's the thing about white America. They, they use black people to target other black people to make us be at war. But without war, there's no revenue. Straight up. And so, it's kind of like the Uncle Tom nigga gets the film nigga. Basically. And Uncle Tom has groomed you, put you in places that you never thought you would be in, da, 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 da. And Uncle Tom say, And Tom, Uncle Tom say, hey, go get that nigga over there who think he, go get that nigga and bring him over and let me teach him a lesson. This, this is some slave shit. Understand what I'm saying? So, when all girls in here talking Wednesday, I understood exactly what she saying. But I want her to see the, uh, the latter side. I want to see her the other, not I say latter side, but I want to see the other side of things. There's two sides to all, to to everything. There's two sides. Like, it's two sides to each, each zodiac sign, and it's two sides to life. You have to find that balance. So, Oprah says, and and y'all got y'all Me Too movement, people just all for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Instead of coming out with facts, you with facts. I want to see facts. I want to see the facts not saying Russell Simmons is perfect, not saying none of that shit. I'm not on, like I I'm saying I'm on my side. I want to see some actual factual things. I want to see some proof. You know that, you know, when shit like this come out, it detriments, and people always think just because this person told the story first, or just because this person got an extra person on his vouch for him, that that's, for them that's the right story that shit happened to me. I told about the shit just because she told her side first, and then somebody else, and then you, you know, they had everybody feeling sorry for her, so it automatically she's believed. When learn the facts of the shit. I got facts and proof and, and people that was there during the time. And I'm pretty sure he has like learn the factual side of things, and then it can print you from a lot of shit. I'm not ever, I'm not biased when it comes to certain things. I'm not biased. I try not to be. I try not to be biased throughout my whole, you know, throughout my whole entire life from now on, because I used to be like that. But it's like, but then again, I, but then again, I didn't used to be like that. Because I used to be like, okay, well, he said this, but then let me think about this for a second, because that don't make sense. So sis, what you, what, 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 like, what you coming at, like, what you want from this? What are you wanting from this? And then Oprah, you coming after this man, and you be, you be side, by side with all these celebrities and at Kiki and heckling and all these shit with all these goddamn celebrities, and then here you go. Brother bring this shit out. That's why. That's and then I. To, I always wonder why Michael Jackson really didn't fuck with you like that. I see why, cause he knew your ass was shy as hell. He said, you was an Uncle Tom nigga, straight up. And that's and that's just what that that's all they said. She's an Uncle Tom motherfucking nigga. He was a football star. His Fifty is fucking he's a fucking troll, yo. I think he telling the truth. that niggas really honest. He was a football star, man. That girl, that white girl lied and said she raped him. There was another football star having happened to, uh, um, it was a couple stories. But I did see one video where the girl said she got raped, right, but she's clearly consensual and sex. She's my wife's under influence. Well, since you knew you was going to be under influence when you got there. But I don't condone a man just, you, you see a girl lagging and slagging around. He, she kind of like lingering around, but she was like, yeah, I want you to come fuck me or whatever. So he did it because she said, and they got it on video, but then she hollered rape. Right. You holler, right, and I kind of felt like, 'cause that's kind of like what happened to me. But I don't think, you know, you know, when you drunk, you be blacking in and out. But the girl said he raped me. But what happened was, you got drunk. Your friends tell you like, like girl, you figured out you you got drunk, and then you were like, damn, I thought this nigga. I'm gonna try and do this. So then you wanna go call, rape. That's what it was like. So they finally like got that this young man, he got off. He they finally got down to the bottom of the case. They figured out the girl just lied, 'cause she did somebody else like that, 'cause she didn't wanna. Look like a hoe, so she going, so you know she get drunk, fuck the nigga, then the next day she be like, damn, I fuck that nigga, let me go lie, I say I got raped, and that's what she was doing. So um, I just, uh-uh. I don't know how this shit gonna turn out. She pulled out now, she did the Mike Justice, and then she pulled out that documentary, documentary, cause somebody must have got on her ass, okay. Now you do have white people that fight for blacks. Don't think it's just all whites against black. Now, nah, man, you got some niggas. You got some white folks that go to war for a goddamn nigga. You hear me? For real. So um, I don't know how this is gonna turn out. I hope for the best for Russell Simmons. I believe that I don't. I'm not gonna say he no good in two shoes, and I ain't gonna say he never did it. Everybody got a pay. Everybody done did something bad. Everybody done did something crazy. So all I'm gonna say is, um. The best of blessings and luck to you, Oprah, if your ass is lying. Is you mad because goddamn uh, Gail and Stefan, don't wanna, uh, whatever his name is, don't want to hit that pussy anymore? Are you mad, sis? Okay, and you coming after everybody? So, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to pause for this situation. So, we're going to move on to the last article of the day. And which is going to be Coca Cola. It's an old article. So one of Coca Cola's Harris, hair, I don't know how you pronounce that hair? Air? Hold on, let's see. Coca-Cola air arrested for smuggling $1.3 million worth of cannabis on private jet. Let's see what punishment they gave his ass. Well, Greek billionaire and hair of Coca Cola fortune, Alki David made have may have the answers to that question. David 50 was arrested at the Robert L. Bradshaw International Airport in the Caribbean and islands of Saint Kitts after officially found five thousand of cannabis plants on his private jet. According to Fox News, the plants were all worth an estimated one point three million dollars. Woo! Did somebody come for 4:20? Oh god, damn this this happened in May? He came for 4:20 early. Alki has been charged for possession of controlled drugs and intensive supply and importation of controlled drugs into the Federation. David plans to contest all charges claiming that the plants are all hemp and connected to new legal cannabis business that he is lunching in St. Kitts. I don't know about you, but I'm about to cut ties with doesn't get with David. <laughs> so, um, basically... A nigga goddamn got making all this money off Coca-Cola. He's selling drugs on the side too. He in love with the Coke. He in love with the cannabis and the weed. And he goddamn, he's selling us, he's selling us goddamn Coke, which by the way is poison as hell. But I love me a good old Coca-Cola. Now they say Coca-Cola got crack in it. I don't know. Well, again, they say they say crack is whack. Well, they say if you ain't got crack, then you ain't never coming back. I don't know. But I, I know I like to smell good cold, slushed up, frozen Coca-Cola. And also, nigga, I ain't fucking with no weed, nigga. Last time I fucked with some weed, I barricaded my motherfucking stuff in the house. And it was just a mess. And every time I smoke weed, I get paranoid and shit. I be feeling like everybody out to get me. And I just, mm mm-mm, I'm good on that. Like, no, I've tried the Molly. I've tried the pills. I've tried the weed. I've tried cocaine. None of that shit is for me. Okay? But the alcohol, the alcohol is for me. Okay? You may get a different person when I'm sipping on some wine. I might just a little bit too turned up for you. Okay? People say I do too much, baby. I don't do enough! Cash, so funny Cash Dog took them words. We've we been doing something. We've been saying that shit. Cash, you doing too much. Chill up, bitch. You don't do enough. We've been saying, we've been saying you don't do enough for a very long time. That's so funny how people taking these old sayings and making songs off and making millions of dollars off this shit. Kanye West remaking gospel songs with the all uh, with the secular, uh, uh, what they call it, secular music. We've been doing that shit in uh, middle school. How did you get help? Bitch, I called a buzz. Nobody post the bill. Girl, I can't fuck. You know, we've been doing that type of shit. Anyway, but to the man at Coca-Cola, baby, is you the one that's putting the crack up in the cokes? Cause if you is, I need to holler at you. We need to talk. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying to get in the bed. I don't smoke it, but I sure will sell it, okay? <laughs> but we need you to call me at 678. <laughs> 915 5200 Okay, Kwame We need to talk. Okay, you ain't gotta have you ain't gotta speak no good English as long as you know how to write English. We can write out everything we're talking about, but you ain't gotta to talk to me. This is a business deal. I ain't trying to get personal with you. I just need some cash. That's all I need. Okay, and some residual cash at that. Okay, you got $1.3 million. You get $1.3 million out of Coca-Cola. And probably every time we every time I buy Coke, you got them buying a cannabis plant. Well, feed us then. Make that shit legal. Because I heard cannabis oil do help with a lot of things. But, baby, after I smoked them hemp cigarettes, I was high as hell off them hemp cigarettes. You know what? I was like, you know what? This is not a good thing. This is not a good thing I can't do. It. I said, damn, I don't have no tolerance for no drugs. And I'm glad I don't i can't even tell i even get high off them just taking Tylenol but alcohol baby i will drink your ass i'm just i used to drink ass on the table not now baby three drinks i'll be out there girl i'll be out there slurring my words and i'll be turned up but anyway y'all moving the fuck one okay um we're gonna find some shots at oprah for coming at for not even just getting your facts straight sis And then it come out the whole line, then what? All right, y'all. Unfortunately, okay, we have came to an abrupt end. So, you know, I usually have a topic for the day. But I want to ask you a question. And then that'll be the topic. And we can have a brief discussion. Do you feel like... Okay, so I've seen this post where this guy was like... Uh, the reason I'm gonna put it up on my Instagram. The reason why he dates white women, and he said he date white women and break their heart just to repay them back for slavery. What do you think about it? You think that's in the motherfucking excuse, or do you like what the fuck do you think about that? He says he date white women to and, break, and date white women, break their heart just to repay them back for slavery. That all sounds like bullshit to me. Um, I don't, me personally, like I said, I don't give a damn who you fuck. But sometimes sticking to your roots can be the best thing for you. Because you see, you know, when you go, yes, they once you go. You say, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Well, bitch, once you go black, you never come back. Okay? You see that other white guy, I was in here talking about he loved black girls. but he had a taste of the goddamn rum pum 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 And he's like, hell yeah. He don't want no saltine crackle. He want him some nice, juicy, shiny, Okay? Some ain't know how to cook and season some motherfucking food. Because you got some white boys that got a lot of soul. And John B is one of them white boys. John B got a lot of soul. He never dated a white woman in his life. Not attracted to him. And he white. Okay? So, um... That nigga, what a nigga named Cy? Cy Dyke, the track. Could be in here. He's cool as hell. That motherfucker say I love me some. I know you do, baby. Oh, you fucking mad. Are you fucking mad? Then some white girl, somebody, y'all just mad. I heard some white girl on on Facebook, somebody, we mad cause we take, bitch, we taking y'all means and they ain't coming back. They want some seasoning on that chicken. They don't want that bland ass chicken. A sprinkle of salt, bitch. We want some motherfucking soul seasoning. We want that bitch wrapped up in flour and deep fried. Baby, feed you a man, a white man, some collard greens and fried chicken, and watch out, he don't leave your house. Mm. I remember mean, one time, me and my homegirl went out, and she, I don't know what attracted this white man to her, but he was attracted to her. I guess he like, I guess he like white, I think he had a girlfriend, but he like black pussy on the low. I like, sis, she supposed to sold that nigga some pussy, fried his ass some chicken, and goddamn spent his bank account, sis. You out here on some, uh, revenge of the dad broke my heart, broken, honey, Johnny, I left my heart in San Francisco type shit. Bitch, we're trying to get, listen, sis, I ain't fucking with this white nigga. She tried to hook me up with a white friend, The other white friend. He went to sleep. Um, I caught myself trying to be sweet and kiss the man on the forehead. I had hair products all in my mouth. I like <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> what the fuck? I said, see, this is why I don't. This is why I don't do white. I just This is why I don't. I don't do white. Um, and then um, like I told y'all the story before. After, I don't know if y'all heard that story about. Uh, it wasn't just the story, it's the truth about how me and my homegirl went out to this bar on the white side of town. And she caught, we caught, well, she caught two white men. Took us the goddamn brother we went to their house, bitch. I fell asleep. It's, he's my inspiration. I want everything plush. He's the reason why. I, I tell let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you the story. Let me tell you the story. I always tell the story. I always tell the story. Hold on. Don't have sorry you're too slow you know how the V one kitty the, the damn kitty uh with the kitty cat goddamn the v1 on here uh, you know y'all ain't from Atlanta but if you ever been to Atlanta the v1 used to have the kitty cat and you would have to hit the kitty cat you had to figure out how much money is in the kitty cat bang and they say sorry you're too low <laughs> that's exactly how. sorry you're too low try again bitch cut another piece of paper try again that ain't right try it again Okay? Because you playing with me. Oh, You playing with me. And I if you want to play with me, I'm going to play the game, right? This is how I'm playing. So, um, here's the thing. Here's the story, right? And then we're going we to end the show. So, me and my homegirl, one day I was dry. I, you know, I had this one, I had my old one collars. The only day I was, I think I had got done doing my deliveries and stuff. And so, I think I hit her up. Maybe she hit me up. One of us hit each other up. Like, what you know, like, she's like, that's go out. I was like, shit, hell yeah. So, so like, we gonna go? I'm like, we can go goddamn get some drinks. So, we went, we ended up going. I still got that video on my phone. I think I still got that video on my phone. I did not delete that shit. Damn, that was, that was proof right there. <laughs> Excuse me, it may be on my Snapchat. Anyway, so, um, so I got, I, I, um, we went to the Decker Factory first. This friend shall remain anonymous. We went to the Decker Factory first, and then, she probably killed me, she hit me telling the story, and we, then we decided she wanted to go to the Ivy, which is in Buckhead, which is right next to Johnny's Hideout. Johnny's Hideaway. Johnny's Hideout. Goddamn, new motherfucker smoking so much goddamn cigarettes and cigar in that bitch. I thought I was finna turn into a goddamn cigarette cigar. I couldn't motherfucking breathe, and then this white boy kept bumping into my, my ass on death floor. So while we was at Ivy, I had bought me and her a drink, and I was up there dancing. I fucked around, and somebody wasted some drinks. I fucked around accidentally hit a split, but still had my drink in my hand, and I fell backwards with the drink. Didn't waste. I kept drinking. So I ate the white boys. The white guy was like, "Oh my god, get up!" So they was playing, "You can have whatever you like." And this white guy was trying to dance with me, but he was like. It was like he was dancing to some shit, some, um, some, some Hall and Oaks. I don't know what was playing in his head, but they were playing, you can have whatever you like. But he was dancing, like, to some Hall and Oaks or some, some other shit. He had some other rhythm going on in his head. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he was just all off. And I'm like, okay. I saw laughing, I'm like, okay, sir. And then I saw laughing whatever. He's like, you can have whatever. He couldn't, I can't, he couldn't, he was just off beat, like, and... And he was trying to rap the song, and it was like, Baby, you that high. And he was like, Love the way you drop it. I was like, Okay, no, 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 I can't deal with this. So I told so me and the bar center, we started laughing. She gave me my drinks. And when i say don't white bar to be fixing the motherfucking drink, nobody wife will be drunk. Baby, once I, I was like, Oh, damn, she fixing this drunk. So I gave her a drink. So while we at the blue eye, I-, I mean, not blue eye, not blue eye, no, nah, the buckheaded Ivy. This white guy, he got this jacket on. You know, he looking nice. He comes over and so starts talking to him. So, by the time I got turned around, by the time the white guy was over there trying to entertain me at the bar and shit, and I'm talking back and forth to the to the bartender for, you know, getting the drinks and stuff, I turned back around. Shit, the white guy, saw, so I started dancing. I had a good time dancing. Me and the other white guys dancing and shit. You know what I'm saying? He off rhythm and shit. I'm trying to get him on, on beat. He got this. It's like this. Every song is like... And I'm like, no, nigga, you got the, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. So, then she hits me with, do you want to go to Johnny's Hideaway? Now, I don't think, I've never been to, to Johnny's Hideaway before. I've always used to pick, you know, have rolled past the scene, but I've never been. I had, At that time, I had never been to Johnny's Hideaway. And Johnny's Hideaway was a plaza. It was a blue, it was a bucket of ivory, the white house next to a, a car wash right here. And then um a plaza with with Judd's highway. So we walk over there, cause I parked my car like in that little plaza area. In the in the in the, in the waffle house park in the car in the car wash parking lot. So we walked over there. Walk over there. Get in there. We get fucked up. Okay. I'm getting drunk, to hell. I'm on the damn floor. Me and this white boy, we don't hit it. We we bumping into each other, and they playing music and house music. So I asked the DJ to play some other shit. I went not into the house music, but by, by the time my fourth or fifth drink came, I was dancing like them into the house music. But I was doing some other shit. And the white girls, they don't give a damn if you bump into them or pushing them down. I was dancing while I had a good time. I just was free. I lost a lot of weight that night because I danced the whole damn night. So then the cigarettes, you know, of course I did smoke cigarettes at the time, but the cigarettes, like when you smoke cigarettes but then you're around a whole bunch of people that smoke cigarettes and that smoke this, I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. So here comes this Uncle Tom, at, well, I'm going to say Uncle Tom, but here comes this nigga. So I go to the bar, I'm like, let me get a drink. He, he told me the price of life, put it on his tab. He was like, the price is, and I said, put it on, he said, the price is, I said, put it on his tab. He looking at me like on his tab. So the white guy said, yeah, yeah, buddy, yeah, buddy, she's with me. Put it on the tab i said i told you i'm with him put it on his tail so then he was like yeah yes yeah, their problem i was like right it's their problem <laughs> that shit was funny as hell it's so some other white guy tried to talk to me i'm like look i'm really not into white guys like i don't know it was like weird like and then i was sitting across from this white couple and they was it was like a whole bunch of, it was like a whole bunch of things going on and i'm like what the fuck is i don't know I'm i'm like i don't know if i'm drunk is it a lot of shit going on around me i don't know what's going on and so by that time i was like we're going get ready to leave he was like y'all gonna go to the wild house my buddy was here with me so went to the wild house the other his i think his buddy was puerto rican and white so i'm trying to like see how i can relate to the guy because i really can't relate to the to the guy to the nigga i'm like you know he's like yeah my mom was a struggling mom and you had he talk, we talked about kids and stuff and i'm just like feeling a little like Okay, I feel out of place. I'm not trying, I don't want to act like I'm white and act like I'm just in street when I'm not in my mind. So I'm like, damn, I don't know what to say. So sometimes I'm not, so I'm just quiet I don't know what the fuck to say. So they talking, they giggling and shit, her and the other white guy. So he's like, I want y'all to come back to the crib. And so I was like, oh, because he, he was going to ride with us, but I'm like, shit, I'm still eating. For some reason that we didn't get with the car so he's like he called an uber and i think his friend drove or he called an uber they both called an uber so i think they both called an uber because they parked their cars at the house so was like he's like come back to my place so he gave her the number and she was like he wants to come back to his place so i'm like sis do you know on the id channel and all these other motherfuckers channel, these crackers be killing these black women these crackers are crazy i said sis he wants to do what was like he called i'm like girl we we'll go, so we started driving. Went through some woods and shit. Some little, it's like some it, it, like in Sandy Springs. A lot of trees and shit everywhere. I'm like sis, you sure this is a good idea, girl? I was drunk as fuck. I was so drunk that I even turned my damn app on, like I'm finna get a delivery. So I was drunk as hell. I couldn't get like girl. She was like, I said, girl, I'm so fucking drunk. And she it, it, it like it didn't hit me, so I started driving. i was like, I can't wait to get this so I parked the car. She was like, girl, get out the car. I'm like, oh my god, I can't fall asleep in the car, so I got we get out the car, go in the house. He's like, you guys party? Because he asked us, do we party? I'm like, yeah, we party. I didn't know that do you party means snort cocaine. I didn't know that shit. So, I'm like, hell yeah, we party. He was like, cool. Come back to my place, whatever. So, we get to the goddamn place, to his apartment. He got cocaine laid out. He's sniffing it. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh, I knew what it was. But he was like,
1: oh, this
0: is good. This is fucking good cocaine. He's like, get some. I was like, nah. I just, I did my thing. I took my... I took my finger and dipped it in and I tasted it. I was like, this shit don't even make your mouth numb. I was like, this ain't no good cocaine. So then, <laughs> Morgan was like, girl, you know you could have died from eating it. Why you eating the cocaine? He was like, you crazy as hell. Like I told my uncle this story. So then, I, so the guy I was like, where your friend at? He was like, he's on the sofa. I was like, look at this white man. This white man sleeps like he in a goddamn coffin. And so, I goddamn gave the white man a kiss on, well, he's Puerto Rican and white, kiss on the forehead. Girl, I taste all kind of gel, and I'm like, what the fuck is, what the fuck is this? so I spit the shit out of my mouth, i kiss him on the forehead. I'm trying to be cute, or oh, whatever. He gave me a number and told me to call him, because he had a girlfriend, but he, he he wanted some side shit. So, I'm like, nigga, I'm finna get some money about this nigga, pfft. Baby, you ain't finna be fucking this black pussy over. Right. Okay. So I never called him. I think I talked to him like one time and that was it. I never really, because I don't I'm I'm not that type of girl. I'm not really no user like that. So I was like, nah, I'm good. But anyway, so I'm in there, uh, you know what I'm saying? He sleep, but the guy, he he know, he noticed I'm coming in. So I slightly like, he slightly started kind of like talking. And he was like, I'm tired, I'm about to go to sleep. I had a long flight, whatever, whatever. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna let you rest. I'm finna just stand in my drink. So I was like, so finna go in here with them. So I goes in here with them. Baby, when I tell you, that shit went from zero to ten and, and, and less than in a minute. So, the nigga, the white guy, he got his dick out and shit. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, well, um, I know that you black girls are used to like these big black cocks. But I have, and I'm like. I'm sitting there like, what is that? That freaking thing. It's a naked mole rat. And so, she started laughing. She started laughing. I'm like, that shit like a naked goddamn mole rat. What the fuck is that? And it was like pink and like another dark pink. And I was just like, I, 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 I was like, oh. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let y'all do y'all thing. I'm going to take me a goddamn nice sit down on this nice, plush-ass, soft-ass motherfucking carpet. I mean, he had them in that crop, but it was a rug, and so I end up laying my ass down on that mother, I don't know whether that, I don't know what, baby, I couldn't tell you what they did, because she was naked, he was naked, I'm looking like, what the fuck going on, I know what's going to go wrong, but it's like, girl, I was, I was, she, he was like, yeah, you want, I was like, I kept my clothes, I'm like, hell no, I ain't getting naked, nigga, Hell, you going to be seeing these rolls and these fat balls and everything going on with me? I got a I got a couple. I got enough rolls. You can make a peanut butter and jelly sound, baby. And you going to be seeing this? So, they nigga, she nigga, and he's like, um, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, he was just talking and he was high, said all that cocaine and I'm just like, what the fuck is that? I ain't never seen no white man dick in person, let alone on care on porn. If don't watch I don't watch I don't like watching like, like white men on porn. So I was like, what the fuck is going on in my head? And, I'm, and I, when I bust out and said, what is that? That freaking thing It's the naked mole rat. She was like, girl, you was in that." So the next day, she was like, girl, you was crazy. You was in there tripping. She was like, your ass was talking shit to the white man and shit. She was like, did you fucked around and fell asleep? And then she was like, so by the time, I guess by the time it was time for us to go, because it was daylight when we left, she was like, girl, your ass don't went from the bedroom and rolled into the bathroom, still on the damn carpet, sleep. She said to them, about like 15 minutes to wake me up. That goddamn carpet, that motherfucking plush carpet felt so goddamn good. And I was drunk too. I sat on the carpet at first. And I was like, shit, I'm just going to goddamn lay right here for a second. You know what I'm saying? i like, wake me up when y'all ready to go. When you ready to go. They ain't say wake me up, but I'm thinking in my head, like I'm finna just lay right, and I'm thinking to myself like, wake me up when you ready to go, but I know good and goddamn well if I lay right here I'm not, I'm probably not gonna get up. Man, I lay in that goddamn car. I'm like, well, I said, when you get this car from it, so he's like, it's Persian, Peruvian, or some shit, some shit. He said, Persian or Peruvian or something. I was like, this shit is so white and so nice. Man, I lay in that motherfucking car. Bitch, I woke up. I was in the goddamn bathroom. She was like, get up. She's like, girl, it took us 15 minutes to wake you up. We thought you were goddamn so happy. I was like, bitch, I was in a coma. Girl, you feel how I stopped that motherfucker? I was still drunk and said I got up stumbling out the door. His ass still high as He was saying some shit. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. She was like, girl, I was like, so what happened with it? like, he gave me his number. He wanna take me on the shopping spree. I'm like, sis. He wanna take you on the shopping spree for what? Did you get some money or not, bitch? Damn. Don't god, I know you got some money from that white man. He ain't finna see him. Cause I was asleep. So as you got naked, he got naked and I got them call his dick a naked my rat. I went to bed. I don't know what happened. When you woke me up, you were full of cloth, he was full of He Y'all both y'all standing over me, Looked down at me, like, what the hell going on? And I, I woke up, like, what the hell going on? She's like, bitch, you been, you know, do you know you was asleep? i was like, sis, I ain't even know I went down got this goddamn carpet. That's this motherfucking carpet. That goddamn carpet. I still run that carpet to this day. And he inspired me to go get me some plush So now I have a plush carpet. And I have a plush pillow that I sit on while I'm doing this docket and I want everything else plush, my robe is plush. I said, this motherfucker have inspired me to get me some plush. Sure the fuck has. And I was and she always talk about that shit. If she we if we talk now, she's like, that time she always talk about that shit. I was like, I'm gonna say I up and talk about that shit on my podcast. You going get mad at me, sis, because uh, I left out a few details, but uh, I don't think y'all need to know those details. But um, <laughs> the main part was the nigga pulled out and think I was like, I could, I, I was like, what the fuck is that? I was standing there, I was like, oh, he was like, what? I know you guys are used to big black dicks. Well, he's like, I know you guys are used to, um, he was talking about how we used to, you guys are used to big black dicks, but you know, my dick is this and my dick is that. You guys are, you know, you black man. Have, black men have big black cocks, and I said, "Ah, uh, yeah." So this is not, you know, this is no, this is no, this is not where I want to be right now. This is definitely not where I want to be. So, um, <clears throat> this is definitely not where I want to be at this point in time. And from that point on, I never felt, you know, I used to be like white boys are cute, but then once I seen that shit, I don't even look at white boys the same because I think all white boys. You can look like that. Gab, did you... Re- oh, there, there she I, go. What? What the hell you
1: want? I'll
0: plush everything. You requested to come up. I did? Yes. <laughs> That's right, TL King. I'll plush every motherfucking thing. Here.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't know that I requested to come on. Lord, I'm so damn weak down here in these damn comments. Girl,
0: I was like, what the fuck is that? And then so... You know, I just was like, the white guy, he's, you know, it is some shit you see in movies. And I'm like, and you know, I really couldn't believe this shit was happening. I'm 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 like, man, I got to be extremely drunk. This is not motherfucking happening. And so it was like, it was crazy, and then I just sat out. She's like, girl, you just, you was talking, and then you said you sat on the floor, and then next thing you know, we didn't hear shit else from your ass. I, bitch, I don't roll in the bed, ba- Because his, his room was set up. His room was connected to his bathroom. Bitch, I don't roll in the bathroom on the damn carpet. I woke up in the goddamn bed. I'm like, the hell am I at? are
1: <laughs> I
0: wish somebody could have recorded this shit. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Then me and my baby daddy used to go down to this bar down the street or whatever like that. And then so we sitting up, we talking, I'm laughing. So this Chinese girl was like, "Oh my god, what is so funny?" And so she's like, "I want to laugh too." And so then I was like, "Oh, I'm just laughing. We just having a conversation." She was like, "Oh my god, is it true?" I'm like, "Is what true?" And she was like, oh, "She was like the black guys have big become- I was like, oh, yeah, he's like a 9, 10-inch. She was like, oh, my God, really? I was like, yeah. And then so oh, she, she was like, well, I'm set to leave for New York, like, you know, Sunday. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, shit, you got, this is when we, first, when we were, we really went together at the time. I was like, oh, y'all should hook up. I said, he liked foreign women, because he was dating every time. She was like, really? And so then yeah, the white girl came up. She's like, oh, my God, what are you guys talking about? And then she, he was, she was like, the Chinese girl was like, we were talking about black cops. And so then, I, I'm i dying laughing because the baby had it, He looking crazy as hell. He like, nah, I'm good. You know, I'm just sitting on drinking. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. And then, so, the white girl boyfriend come over. He was like, what are you doing over here? Who are you talking to? And she was like, I'm talking. She was like, you know what, Jelly? I'm really tired of your shit. And then she was like, no, I was dying. And then she was like, <laughs> and then she was like, your dick is really small. And I'm like, really tired. And so then, I'm sitting there like, this shit is not, I said, this shit is not happening to me. So, I'm cracking up laughing. My baby, they can tell you this story. <laughs> and so then, he was like, you know what? My dick has decided two Coke cans put together. And you're not going to sit here and tell me. And they started arguing and shit. And so, the white, uh, the other white guy that I knew at the bar, were who, 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 the other white guy that I knew, he worked at the bar, but he was off that night. But he was just there hanging out partying. He was like, hey, what's up? And he said my real, my nickname was just queen. And I was like, what's up, Frank? And he was like, yeah. He's like, let me ask you something. He's like, you know, you're always cool every time you come in. You're tipping everything. He was like, you think I should take these two bitches home? I was like, fuck yeah. He was like, all right, cool. See you later. I was like, all right. Bye. <laughs> but I was so, that, that night was so crazy. Like, but I just love part my <sighs> people because I my and This is the thing that I deal with part with white people. The shit you see in the movies that white people doing, that is real life shit. If you yes, ain't got to right, with a bunch damn. of white people,
4: and, yo, you it, gotta go and see this so shit. It's so funny that you say that, because I went to school with this girl who will remain nameless. And she used to date this dude that will remain nameless. And I used to always hang with them on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? I had no kids. Me had shit to do. So I was like, I'm gonna go hang with my white friend. So I go hang with her, go over to her boyfriend, her boyfriend at the times. Oh, mom's house. So we over there, we chilling. I'm the only black person there. you know what I'm say we all hanging out, having fun. Next thing I know, everybody is extremely drunk. Everybody passed out. I'm a, on the recliner. And all of a sudden, I see two white asses. I said, Oh hell
0: no! White folks are, are folk really fucking got in front down. of me right now. Them motherfuckers. They are them them. And so then, when she after said, that shit. Oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny. I was like, oh my God, yo, yeah, they fucking. <laughs> girl, but see, that's the thing. I, see, that's the thing. That's why I say I'm not a racist. You know, it's certain white people like, not, I ain't talking about no white girls like bad, but I'm talking about no real deal white girls. Like, Becky works at the front office at, like, I'm talking about a real white girl. Like, I'm not, I'm talking about value girl white. <laughs> like. I'm not talking about no shit like bad, baby, or your white girl, your lucky, your neck, your wool who hang around who fucking black men. I'm talking about a white girl who strictly likes white men, but she want to hang out with a sister because she want to know what it feels like to have a black cock because she's never had one. And these women were so intrigued by my baby. And so, was like, she was like, so the Chinese girl was like, your cock is really 10 inches? And he, he just was like, he was like, I don't know what she's talking about. She was like, no, she knows. He's like, no, She's she like, no, she knows she's a black girl. I'm pretty sure she had plenty of black cock. Now, I ain't like and they were just having this whole and I'm sitting there dying because it's so funny and then the white guy come over and so and the girlfriend started like, she tired of his shit and, and talked about how small his dick was and he done like, got some cans and put them together and put them on I'm like what the fuck is what the fuck is going on and so my baby dad was like that's some crazy shit I was like yeah then after the motherfucker said after that after the motherfucker got down said that. The man was like, the man came. I was like, yeah, the bar's gonna be closing in like thirty minutes, and the white boy said, hell no, we won't go. Hell no, we won't go. So they start getting on the goddamn tables and shit, chain and shit. And then at the chase, called the church bar. The church bar they had these like these choir robes because it's a church bar. they had they got bibles and all kinds of shit in there. So, but use the place you get drunk. <laughs> it's really funny. I have to. If you come down here, if y'all ever come down to Atlanta. I have to take y'all down there, and y'all can experience this shit for y'allself. But now the niggas done start finding out where to go, and it's really not that fun anymore, because it's not predominantly white anymore. But anyway, so the white boy puts on the goddamn robe. They start, they, then the guy grabbed me, and I put on the robe, and they said, he the white boy said, you are my sister. I love you. I'm like, what the fuck? Then he was like, we, they start singing, we shall overcome, and... They start singing uh uh goddamn slave not slave hymns but like uh civil rights movement song we should overcome someday deep in my heart do believe that we should overcome someday and they grabbing me and we rocking back and forth and shit the whole time I'm singing and laughing the same damn time like this is some crazy shit and so my baby daddy was like don't ever take me back to that goddamn bar again. <laughs> But guess what? The next week we went back again. <laughs> that shit. I mean, God. I mean, like, I was like, "Am I in a fucking movie or what?" Like, this shit is crazy. And you know I me. Mean? I'm a laugh. I'm a laugh. I'm a laugh. And I get drunk. I get the giggles. I laugh, laugh, laugh. Just be laughing. And so this shit was crazy as hell. Then I mean, we don't have some crazy times. That shit was funny. But um. Gabs, thank you for coming up, Gabs, with your story and everything like that. I appreciate y'all for listening. I mean, these are some real shit, deal type shit that goes on, man. This is crazy. So, I got plenty of other situations where you would think that I be lying about this. I'm like, man, I don't want to lie to you. And let me tell you how honest of a person I am. My ass tried to be a thief one time. I stole a whole six-pack, excuse me, out of a store. And before I even get a parking lot, I came back in the store and returned the six-pack. The, the man didn't even know I stole the shit. <laughs> the man didn't even know I stole the bill. He didn't even know. But because my mind and my conscience... And then, plus, my motherfucking uncle was like, now you know good and goddamn well. you all like, but nigga, you gonna be talking that shit, but you gonna bust one of these goddamn bills open and drink them with me too, nigga. I was a real bad, I was a real bad girl. Getting drunk, cussing motherfuckers out, driving, drunk as some motherfucker, drinking and driving, had my goddamn bill hanging out, the window, cigarette saw, lock my mouth, cigarette bust out in the car. Hell, I might have a goddamn pack of underwear, some goddamn body wash and a wash rag, bad, because bitch, I don't know if I'm coming home tonight, type shit, Okay? So uh, I always had car kind of had me a whole bag with me. Fit in every car I had. You know what I'm saying? Except for the last few cars. You know, I, you know, I was with I was with in relationships at the time. But anyway, that you know, the last few cars I had. So um, yeah. And so I was like, my uncle was like, you know good and goddamn. And then you know what's so crazy about this story too? The guy who took us, me and my uncle to the store, the guy who took us to the store, this motherfucker had no back seat. The interior in the entire car was ripped the fuck out. Like you can, you had to close the door with the metal handle that he had in that motherfucker. He had a nice Mercedes. It was so clean on the outside. The Mercedes Benz had rims on it. He had the beat in that motherfucker. The tint on the goddamn windows. I mean, he washed it every Sunday. His name was his name was. His name was M.D. If I'm not mistaken. was Somebody. I think. No. Let me, I don't think his name. I think his name. Was, I don't I can't remember his name. I, it was M Anyway, he was my uncle's them childhood free grew up, I forget, I don't know his name. I think M D was the guy that owned the store. But it was. Uh, I forgot his name. But I got him up. I'm like, damn, nigga, what the fuck you got? I said, you got this motherfucker clean as hell on the goddamn outside, but the inside is not a is not ice cream paint job in this motherfucker. That shit was gutted. Out. I had to sit, and I don't know if you ever seen the car with no back seats like gutted. Out. I had to sit my ass on damn it like I'm sitting on the goddamn floor right to the store. I'm like, but the outside look good as a motherfucker. I said, no one you don't never want to give a motherfucker a ride. You ain't got no goddamn back seats. And some my uncle was like, Quita, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the hell up. He, he didn't say the fuck He, like, he just told me to shut the hell up. Because <laughs> I'm John the man the whole way to the store. I'm already about lit. Get in the store. I like, I'm going to go ahead and get a sip. Here. I'm going to get some wine. I'm going get some cigarettes. Get in the goddamn store. See, See the goddamn a Whatever. I forgot he was Indian or whoever he was. He was cool. He was cool. Though. He was cool. Like I come in there, pay a little extra money sometime. So when I come in there, I ain't got no money. I can just get it on credit, whatever the case might be. Got, went to the back. Got to sit. I used to drink Bud Ice. Bud Ice. If you know anything about Bud Ice. That, look, I used to be on that shit. Heaven. I'm a, I am a I was a Bud Ice bitch drinking ass motherfucker. I could drink a 12-packer Bud Ice. Drink your ass right up on the table and be ready for another 12. Like, I used to be lit. So, the nigga, I go in the store. I see the line. I'm like, they line long as hell. So, I go get the six-pack, standing the line. He ain't paying so I walk right out the store with the damn six-pack. My uncle said, quit. I'm like, man. Then, I got in the car. He's like, well, shit. You finna go? What finna do? So, they line man. they like, I'm not finna pull off. So, I'm like, nigga, I get to walking with the goddamn six-pack. So, I get out the car. And then my mom was like, take this. You know, and my conscience, started weighing on me and shit. Brought the six pack back in. And the man said, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I can't believe it that you stole from me. You ain't a good customer. You ain't a good customer. You cannot come here for two weeks. You ain't been from my store. I can't believe it. You stole from me. You ain't a good customer. He kept saying that shit. And I was like, damn, but shit, I ain't mean to. You know what I'm saying? line was long and shit. I'm ready to go get my drink on. Oh, I ain't mean to steal out the store. You know what I'm saying? I was like, shit. I took the six pack in that motherfucker. He's like, I don't want to call the on you. You ain't a good person. <laughs> I said, damn, I knew then I am not a thief. I knew right in there I'm not a motherfucking thief. Not only did my cousin start wearing my uncle then was like, take that goddamn be back in I was like, 'Cause at first I'm like, hell no, nah, I'm finna I'll walk home with this shit. Hell we live right down the street in the goddamn way. But then my cousin like, you better take that bill back in now. Oh, you gonna do it like that? You gonna steal some bite in my head, oh you gonna do it like that? That like I can do. I thought your granddaughter thought you better than that. You don't supposed to steal. I was like, man That man didn't even know I had the goddamn bill. That shit was crazy to tell I done did some crazy shit in my life. But I have been riding on two wheels before. Riding down and got done. Fuck, came around the curve too goddamn hard, too fast. <laughs> that motherfucker Jeep was on two wheels. I'm a holly. Nobody ever wanted to ride with me because I drove so motherfucking fast. Like one time I driving so fast, me and my daddy was in the car. I jumped some fucking train tracks and we was in the motherfucking air like Deuce of hazard Somebody we flew over the light. My daddy was hollering like, "Oh, he like help me." By the time we got down landing, we was on the other side of the light and then on the other side of the goddamn street. That car said, woo! <laughs> I was like, y'all, I can't believe my car did that shit. He was like, I'll never ride with your ass again. He'll tell you that story to the day. He never want He never he never will ride with me again. He just like the last time I had the car, he just started driving with me again. But before then, shit, that motherfucker was like, where the fuck she get her license from? But I used to have, I used to have, I used to hydroplane in all my cars. I thought that shit was some fun. I thought I was in dudes and I thought that shit was fun to be in the air inside of a car. Raining? Oh, bitch, I'm flying in the rain. Doing 90. I was <laughs> so in there. I'm like, oh, I hope my children don't be that like me. Please don't let my children be that like me, Jesus. Please let them be better than me. Because if ain't anybody like me, I'm having a hell of a goddamn time, Jesus. But anyway, um... Anyway, y'all, I'm about to get out of here. It's been nice. It's been fine, but a bitch got to run. Life is too short, so have fun some of the motherfucking time, okay? Ain't shit all good when your ass all broke. Be the energy that you want to attract. Always, always remember to tell the truth even though one is listening because somebody hear your ass. There are many paths you can take to get to the same place. You just got to figure out which path your motherfucking ass going to take. The most expensive thing is a closed mind. Weak people seek revenge, strong people forgive, and intelligent people ignore. We are out of here. I thank you for tuning in to the Ruby Jewel Radio. Um, we'll come back Monday morning, bright and early, 815 a.m. Ruby Jew is still accepting sponsors. If you want Ruby Jewel Radio to talk discuss anything, please hit me in my DM or you can email me at RubyJrew at gmail.com. No, I do not talk about politics sports, or religion, even though we touch in some of those areas, we do not talk about that stuff, okay, so we don't, we don't, ba- we don't, ba- I'm sorry, we do talk about it, but we don't solely base our shows about that stuff, today's topic was just stories of being Ruby Jew, that was today's topics, okay, I always remember there's a lesson and a blessing in every situation, and also there's always one before destruction, make sure you follow me on IG at Ruby Jew Radio. And uh, I'm gonna let somebody pick a song we should end on. God damn it! What song should we end on today, y'all? I don't know. Somebody request a song. <clears throat> I see Kev, I mean uh, TL request the Hot Boys. Um, <clears throat> I guess we'll end on that. God damn it, cuz I was, was supposed to be for Thursday and Thursday, but goddamn, I missed the request. I don't be paying attention sometime. So we out of here, y'all. I thank y'all. We're gonna end on Missy Elliott Hot Boys. Okay. And then I want you guys do you an old outro walkthrough. Oh, do walkthrough. Okay. I be feeling like the man when I walk through. I got all your whole stare when I walk through. Yes, I do that. So y'all have a great, great. Friday. Y'all be looking for some posters for me on Instagram. Make sure you are following me on Instagram. If you are not, it's Ruby Jew Radio. It's not hard to goddamn find. If you need any promotional services, please don't be afraid to hit your girl up in the DMs. We are out. Love you
1: guys. Peace.